Yeah. So I got my boat tie on, yeah I could be chillin' now So I got my dad hat on, yeah Wow, wow I could be chillin' now So I got my dad hat on, yeah I could be suitin' up So I got my bow tie on, yeah Dad hats and bow ties Dad hats and bow Dad hats and bow ties Dad hats and bow I could be suitin' up so I got my bow tie on, yeah. I could be chillin' now. So I got my dad hat on, yeah. Dad hats and bow ties, dad hats and bow, dad hats and bow ties, dad hats and bow ties. Yo, yo, yo! It's another episode of Dad Hats and Bow Ties, episode fifty-six. Big facts, fifty-six. This thing was to God here. X A B. Yo. When you said 56, this is mad weird. This about to sound crazy. This nigga about to say some sex shit. This nigga's going to start off with some, some wild shit. Yeah. Girl, go I'm, ahead, bro. I'm, so, I'm sorry, bro. Hey, hey. I'm not sitting there this week, so. Hey. He said, Get yours off, bro. He said 56, right. so I'm just like. All right. All right. Okay. I'm like, yo, who? I'm like, Felicity Huffman is 56. Now, though, for those of you guys who don't remember what the fuck happened with that one, Felicity Huffman and the other lady that played um, that mother on um, Full House, they was all caught up in that scandal yeah, that, with their children. Ring. Right, right, right. So, Felicity Huffman, this is actually a fact. I read this today on Wikipedia. Um, so, she's 56. That's mm-hmm. why I was laughing at 56. And don't ask me why I was looking up her age. Okay. All right. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so I'm watching this show that she's in. Um, shout out to American Crime. I got on late. I'm sorry. It was on ABC. I saw it on ABC in 2015. I've been watching the reruns on um on Netflix. And boy, oh boy, it's it's one of them shows, boy. That shit really got gets you thinking about. It had it had me low-key thinking. Am I a racist? And you know, black people can't be racist, but I'm like, no, so then what the fuck am I? Because some of the things that happen in this show really fucked me up, but the reason why um, I'm even able to, you know, catch up on these shows is because a nigga unemployed. So if y'all niggas got any job openings, <laughs> let me fucking know, bro. Just you just tied that in there. Yeah. You had it. The nigga strung it in there, there. Rubbed it in like a fucking advertisement. <laughs> right. yeah. Like, dude, this show today is brought to you by <laughs> unemployment. <laughs> unemployment. <laughs> Guess unemployment. You Benefits today based God on your damn. previous employer's pay. All right. Uh, All right. But yeah, she could get it. I'll definitely take it down. I don't even know what she looks like in my head. I can't picture her. She looks fucking good. And I'm like, I'm not really into white women. Yeah, I never seen a nigga walk around with a white smile. Nah, Ariana Grande wait, could wait, get wait. it. Hold on, my nigga. Let's let's not let's not let's not act like we just didn't understand what this nigga just said. <laughs> he said he's not really into white women, but if he was into a white woman, it would be a mid fifty year old woman. Fifty six. Fifty six to be exact. Possibly. Hey. Possibly. So you would be into an older white woman. Sugar if mommy he was supposed to be into a white woman. Her Julia Styles, who's half black. You know what I mean? That's probably. That's, 
Scarlett Johansson. You Scarlett know Johansson mean? is a gorgeous woman. Yeah, I could, I, I'm with you. Yeah. With, with Scarlett. I was yeah. I would slay Scarlett. Yeah, I mean, um, there's not much else in that category in the white woman category. The pool is thin for that. Ariana, mm-hmm. as she gets older, is getting there because she looked nah. like she's 16 for too yeah, long. Yeah, I was me. never really into her like that. Not Ariana for me either. There's some other Penelope, not not Penelope, um, not Penelope Cruz. Um, no, 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 no. Um, who are we drinking about? Ah, fuck. What movie was she in? Fuck. Oh, <laughs> you, don't, you don't know none of the movies she was. She's in, in man movies, bro. Oh. She's a very popular white actress. She's very beautiful. Demi Moore. No. Okay. She has a really weird name, like a name that you would be like, damn, that's a that's a movie star name too. Mm. Uma Thurman. No. Okay, because she could kind of get it too. Um, I'm, not Uma, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not Uma Thurman. No, no, no. She looks it's like um, a McDonald's French fry. Oh, I'm good. Shit. I'm alright. Oh, fuck, oh, too, son. Crazy. She's in mad movies, bro. You know her if you see her. It's just not coming to my mind right, right now. We'll come back for that. It's over for that. It's over for that. She did a porno? <laughs> this guy, bro. <laughs> I wish she did. Oh! Y'all niggas. Top of my watch list. I don't know. Oh man, woo! Um, now that we got happen. that out the way, we got some all man moments. <laughs> Here we go. I ready? <laughs> Get yours off, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right, you know bro. you want to say it. Go ahead. We got one more time to say that on this show, bro. That's a three cat minimum for the show. With that <laughs> y'all niggas know anybody hiring? Nigga <laughs> so, been home. This old week just. I think, y'all, I swear this nigga's about to say he been home beating his meat. I swear. That too. <laughs> it's dope, he he dapped you first. <laughs> Whoa. Disclaimer: I don't beat off with my right hand; it's the left. It feels better in the hand. So when I give y'all daps with the right hand, so y'all not getting like haze or whatever. Like your palm not getting haze. Nah, I got, um, I got mental imagery now, bro. This nigga giving vivid, candid Have exclamations it. of what's happening. Have it. No, I'm good. I'm all right. That's a bit content, y'all. I'm, I'm out of it. Leave me out of that conversation. <laughs> nigga, I'm tired. I'm, uh, I'm a multi-hand nigga. Right. That, that, that's my all man. Anybody else have an all man moment? All I mean, man. I can't talk to you about work no more, so. This nigga roasting himself. He's like, how do you? Oh man, or like coworkers, anything like that, or scandals. Oh man, moment. Yo, I'm gonna kick you out, bro. I'm gonna put you out in the hallways. Not with that fucked up, like you want. Damn. I I would say, oh man. I don't know, man. I just been apathetic. I don't give a fuck about nothing right now. Really you sound like Nola Nola Darling last season. Fuck <laughs> towards towards the end. I I I don't and wow. I, it's the beginning of this of the new year for yeah. where I work. Fall is in two more weeks and um. It's coming to an end. Twenty twenty is upon us. You know we got we got <laughs> niggas. You know it's a, I can't even say it. Damn. You know it's an old man moment. You know. Oh. <laughs> That's an old man. I don't know how deep know. though. Hey. Yeah. I don't know. No, nah, you probably know. You know. I probably I, know. You, I don't know though. Right. I know. You talk about it off air. You know. I know. That look says it all. The uh last week. Oh. <laughs> oh okay. Yeah. Yeah, he know. I know. I know yeah. what you're talking yeah. about. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Wow. This is the old man moment. But we gonna, you know what I mean? We're gonna we're gonna do our best. To bounce back <laughs> from the all man moment. That's 
that's what the fuck we gonna do. <laughs> so um, we gonna do this a little different this time. Where would y'all like to start? We got Nicki Minaj. I don't know shit. She uh, retired today. She said she retired. Oh, you've been on a social media hike I hiatus, right? Yeah. So you don't know you ain't. How, how is that? We could talk about Nikki first. What the fuck? <laughs> so you, you're going to not answer my question? Yeah. Nah. We're good. <laughs> Nicki Minaj today took to Twitter. Charlemagne is the fucking god for this, by the way. He, he, he said all the right things about this months ago. And niggas Ooh. were sleeping on him. He did say this is going to get to her at some point. Something's going to have to give. This well, it was it wasn't regarding like, well, all right, let, we could deep dive. Yeah, it's into a compilation it. of everything with but this one. Her her tweet basically said that she's retiring from be- hip hop or from rapping. Oh, from, she's oh, she's she, done rapping. Oh shit! Because she wants to start her family. That's that's what she said. So obviously, the speculation is she either is pregnant or she's trying to get pregnant. That's pretty evident. This is the wrong nigga to get pregnant by, though. God yeah, I don't damn. know about this nigga, but this whole really, shit is wild. She seems like really, really, really infatuated with him, bro. Like, nah, I nah, nah. I, I've seen, I don't know. yeah, I've seen videos. I don't know. She does, but it's it feels weird. I seen a video the other day. You, you think you think it's fake? I don't think it's fake. Cause she but, really be licking that nigga, bro. I don't think it's fake, nah, so but she I think really it's really infatuated with that nigga. It's so like, it's one of them situations him. where maybe she. Either is really into him, but is overlooking things. But it just seems like a, a weird situation to me. I don't to think me. it's the same though, because every time I'm seeing a video with them, she's more on him than he. He's more on chill, ice, reserved. I'm like, I don't know if it's because he was in jail, because I don't really know. Yeah, he got that hood nigga. Yeah, vibe he got that where, hood vibe. Where it's he like do, he the nigga that don't do a lot of talking. He does a lot of like I'm not <clears throat> speaking unless I'm spoken to type shit. Right. That's who. But we all I know niggas like that to this day that don't even like they um back against a wall. I know niggas like Like that. in the video that I saw, yeah. he was just standing there looking like a model. Right. And then but when she when she <laughs> asked him to do something is when he did it. He did it. So it's just like, uh, I don't know. It's listen, if she's happy, that, that's, that's all, all that matters. I don't, give, she, I don't give she's a fuck. happy. I'm, we still I'm personalities, nigga. We gotta weigh in and do our job. We gotta be God's saint and the devil's advocate. Fuck well, what I here. do want to weigh in on is <laughs> talk about it. I think that part of this retirement is coming from the fact that we all know that Nikki is at that tail end of of this rap shit altogether. Yeah, she's in her mid-30s, she, right? She's about to be 37, I think. All right, got to figure it out. Either 37 or 38, one of those two. She had a good run. And, you know, she's <laughs> not at the... She's the still the top, I would say, MC with all her accolades and all of that. And if she dropped the album right now, people would go crazy for it. it will, this is the time but, to drop that album. She also has competition now, and Lots. the field is it's broader. Is super packed, super broad. Yeah, you got Cardi, you got City Girls, you got fucking Tiara Wack, you Meg got Rhapsody, you got Meg Thee Stallion, you got Shout all out these to girls Wack. that once they get into their groove will be challenging her within yeah. the next. And, two, and I three feel years. like the problem, the problem, a big part of that is that all these younger girls fuck with each other. They right. do. They, they all they, stick they, together. They, they all kind of fuck with it. Yeah. And they, it, it goes to show you that, yo, there's room in the game. There's unity. All of them can yeah. eat. Yeah. Everybody can eat. There's enough people out here that you'll find your niche crowd. Right. You feel me? So you, they, you don't have to be this mega star and have everybody. If you got your little crowd over there, you can still go platinum. You can still sell your records. You can still go on tour. 
there's more than enough food out here for everybody to eat, and it's always been that way. And I don't think she capitalized on that the way she should have in the beginning when Cardi kind of started this wave or was part of the new wave of, of young female talent coming in, and I think she missed that. And I feel like she would rather leave while people could still say she's on top than to keep having more and more of these defeats like how she's been having in terms of like her album not doing the sales she thought it should do and uh, people like coming at her in the media making you know not really looking at her like she's a, a staple anymore and then I also think that Queen Radio is where she really is trying to go Queen Radio I feel like just let people know how seriously obnoxious she could really be too like how over the top because we know she's an over the top person we see it in her videos. We hear it sometimes in her slick bars. We see it sometimes in her interviews. You know, some of the roles that she's played in, like, you know, a few small movies. You know, she was in, you know, The Last Barbershop that came out where she was, like, I guess, like, um, she was a different type of, of version of what Eve would have been if mm-hmm. Eve was still in the barbershop. So I feel like Queen Radio is a platform that both helped and kind of destroyed what she was trying to build or what she thought she built because I feel like people saw a side that, a lot of niggas wasn't ready for. I mean, when she was categorizing, giving niggas, you know, whatever, like the, those awards, I feel like that shit was just making niggas look like, yo, you a clown. Well, I think that Nikki <clears throat> was in this space where she was in a neutral middle ground for a long period of time. Niggas fucked with her. Girls fucked with her. The industry really fucked Hood with her. She was like the baby. fucked with her. Like, a lot of different people fucked with her. But as she kept growing and growing... Her audience became, well, her fan base became more narrow and narrow, and it became mostly like younger mm. people, mm. and it also became people who um, considered themselves LGBTQ, right? And and it was also <laughs> like a lot of people who were over the top. She did her Lady Gaga phase. She had a Lady Gaga phase right. where she was doing all the crazy wigs and shit. Yeah, and she just kind of. Never grew up with her audience. I always say that. Like, you could listen to mad episodes and hear right. me say that over and over. I don't think she's grew up with her audience appropriately. Like, Drake grew up with his audience. He did. It's the Big same fact. niggas. And the new niggas. Fact. And new niggas, right? <laughs> True. You know. He, he figured it out for himself. And I feel like with with, with, with Nicki Minaj, you know, we're not A&Rs, ladies and gentlemen. We're not people who study stats and shit like that. But we are people that... We're first, we're fans of hip hop, and then we're students of this, you know, this rap music shit. And at the same time, we've seen the progression because, in a lot of ways, we also grew up with Nicki Minaj. Yeah, beam me up, Scotty, Nicki. I fuck with. I feel like I never understood this, and I always say, you know, the moguls when you see them. Mm -hmm. You're Nicki Minaj. You're at the hype, the tip top of your fame, the tip top of your game. Mm -hmm. Why not start to groom someone who you know could fill your shoes? That when you do decide to bow out, the money don't run dry because you've one, you've cultivated and you've you've literally put someone in the predicament that they could continue winning underneath your guidance. I don't think people believe in predecessors. Imagine anymore. if she would have signed Meg, bro. Oh, when Meg was just popping, that would have been a power move. That would have been Meg, chess. And Meg has a lot of elements that Nikki she has. does. She does, and she didn't even have to make it public, bro. She could have just signed her and just been like, "Yo, I'm co-signing her." She yeah. does. I'm co-signing her right now. She's the next up. 
and just silently just backed her. And then that Hot Girl Summer, when it came out, it wouldn't have had some, so much controversy around it like it did with some people like, oh, Nicki just did it for clout or, oh, Nicki this or Nicki just trying to be under the young girls. Nah, it made sense. Like, yo, she's pulling that next power move right now. Yeah. She's Dollar she's really power. blowing. She been should have did that. I never understood why. I don't know if it's just narcissism. I don't know if it's they really aren't thinking foresight like that or if their team is not thinking that much forward like I don't oh. think I don't think a lot of them have the talent to do that. That's why we got to give Wayne his flowers. I was just about to say I was think I was like yo Wayne is the perfect nigga that we could turn to and be like you groomed the generation after you for another 10, 20 years. Whatever Drake going to be here for a while. You, we could so talk get, about get cash started. money all we want, <laughs> right. but whatever they did at that camp <laughs> when they was cultivating Drake, Tiger, Nikki. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot all about of, Tiger. Yeah. They all had a niggas. great run for yeah. a long period of time. True. Better than good music. Better than MMG. Like I feel like in a lot of ways better than June and June and Fifty did help them niggas all get. I mean plaques. Ross, Ross didn't do a bad job. Ross didn't do nah, a bad Ross job would be either. a close second yeah, to me. Yeah, Ross, Ross did yeah. a Ross did a great not close job second, but they're second. Yeah, yeah. Ross did a great job of Meek. Like he 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 did his Meek thing and Wale. MMG Hove when he signed J well, Cole. Hove is a different story. Okay. though. Hove <laughs> okay. is a different story. Okay. Hove, I don't include Hove in this conversation. And Hove, he's excluded. Hove had a. Hove had a whole business, so he had partners in the beginning. True, I'm talking yeah, about true. like Wayne was a rapper that yeah. said, "I saw what Baby did with me, and I'm gonna try and to I'm do a, the same I'm thing. I'm gonna do it, but I'm gonna do it right." Years later, a lot of it is like what you said with Hove. Hove had other people around. He had, he had Dame. Yeah, Dame. He had Bigs. Bigs. True. All yeah, these true. other dudes. Helping all these him other businessmen yeah, around yeah, him. Yeah, true. That are like. We know you're the superstar, but we need other people as well. Right. That's why you Dane me? believed You're going to be the face of this. We're going to build this shit for you. Around though. you. So yeah. you're going to be, yeah, you're the quarterback, but we want to make sure you have a That's lot of exactly supporting people is. around right. you. But yeah. we're the, the owners. Yep. Yeah. And he just said, well, fuck it. I want to be in the owner's room too. Facts. That's why I think it's different than Wayne, who was just like, this young Canadian nigga sound fire. And I like could, this yeah. Nicki Minaj chick they, from Queens. They could be somebody. Yeah, right. yo, I'm, I'm a, a former label. I'm a former label. Right. Let them win, because he already knew that at some point he paid enough attention to realize that this shit gonna get dry. Yeah, yeah. The Wayne train gonna stop. Yeah, he knew that. He's good. Like Wayne is living his best life. Young money is gonna forever be making money. Yeah. True. So at the end of the day, he, he has don't have to put to another about. record out ever. Out. I don't right. think he cares. He's that. He's only reason he was fighting for Carter Five. Is because he loves it. Like he loves rapping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he loved That's this rap passion. shit for real. Yeah, but yeah. he didn't have to put that shit up for money. Right. Nah. Money wasn't the Money is not. That. He'll never worry about money. That's why I think the quality of his work has went down so much. Mm-hmm. Part partly is because he had. I think he's his, his competitive spirit plays a part, but to him it's just like yo, I'll, I'll do it when I need to do it. He's not in. He's not in that. Mindset of yo, I gotta be the best rapper right nah, now. Nah, nah. It's no, just like it's yo, if I'm that concerned. phase passed because yeah. we seen what Wayne was able to do in the 2006s, seven, eight, nine. We Wayne know Wayne. It. We Wayne know the did Wayne it when when Hove and Ye was really in their thing, right? So yeah. he had competition, competition. Yeah. So he was out there really pushing bars and being there, known yeah, as yeah, and everybody on everybody. So on remember, everybody, the, remember that yeah, one year he was on singing. like everybody record, yeah, yeah. country pop. I'm like nigga, nah, what Wayne, are Wayne you had doing? A run. Wayne had a solid run. The the run that Drake is having right now, Wayne had that 
back in 20, oh, like 2008, 2009. Right. Yeah, it just wasn't as long as Drake. Yeah, because Drake shit is 10 years in the making. Ain't, like, ain't nobody been like Drake in terms of maybe Hove, but in terms of just dominating the field. 50. 50. 50 had like 50 a good wasn't six, that long. Years. Yeah. No, 50, 50, 50's reign wasn't as long as Drake's reign. Drake has been the hottest rapper since like 2014, 2013. I would say 2014 comfortably. Mm. He's been like top of the game, best rapper. Clean. Ever. Like you, you can't It's been touch about this. a good four or five years. Yeah, it's like, been hard to compete fall off. with him. Right. And he's not letting, like, it's not like he's not putting out hit records. Nah, he's putting out his. So Drake, that's the bad part. This, about. Is, this is the best way to sum up Drake. Drake has not put. Drake hasn't put out a hit record and has not put out a hit record in the time that he's been out. Every each year, year. He puts out a record. Yeah, each, each year, year is there's a big at record. least one big record. And from out him. of that year, be like three records that's big, but it's like, you know, the one that's big. Like, we all know Views. The you biggest record what? on Views was what? Um, yeah, one, dance. one dance and, and, and controller. You're yeah. right though. Drake has had a number. That one was a hit world sound. He was and like, even if it's not his single in particular, if somebody yeah. single featured on a single with him with, on it, with him on it. Yeah. For example, last year, or, or was it this year that he did the record with Bad Bunny? I was like, this nigga is trying to capitalize every fucking market. Yeah, and Bad this Bunny is, crazy. is like the Bad Bunny is the hottest biggest right. reggaeton star yeah, right, right now. now. Yeah, because well, they're not grooming the highest, him, but he's closest. But to they it. they're trying to groom him to be like a Daddy Yankee, who yeah, is from what I've new. been looking at is a legend in their world. Now, Daddy like, Yankee is like the hove of yeah, reggaeton. Like the hove of the reggaeton world. Yeah. Right now in reggaeton, you're looking at J Balvin and those type of dudes are like the top. Uh, yeah, of the Yeah, I'll be, be seeing him a lot. One of them just had. One of them just had a concert at fucking uh, Barclay the other day. One of the Spanish. I don't know. There was a whole concert. There's a few okay. of them there. Yeah. One thing I realized, the, the, there's a lot of big artists in the reggaeton community yeah. that are just as big as the hip-hop as artists. As some of these hip-hop artists are even bigger. Their followings are are huge. Yeah. Like, I'm like, J Balvin right there is like yeah. competing with Chris. <laughs> like, the nigga yeah. has just as much numbers. Damn. That's Just crazy. as much followers. With that's, Chris Brown. That's what it is. And Chris Brown and is a big ass star, right? And we would be like, who's Jay Yeah, Ball what is that? And they'll be who like, nigga, you don't know who that is? But that's what I like about music, though. Like, I was listening to a jazz station. Shout out to 83.3 WBGO. You know, I listen to them from time to time when I don't want to listen to like hip hop and shit like that. And I learned on that station that Queen Latifah has three jazz albums. Did anybody in this room know that? Nah, no. I mean a lot of artists I was do like, these. Whoa. A lot of artists do these side ventures that they don't that it's don't their own. It. Yeah, they don't count. It's, it it's through their own money or right. through their own whatever. The label's not pushing it, yeah, so we're not really. That, right. We won't unless we're really true fans of that into and, that and artist, following right. each and every move. There's a lot of shit that we don't know that they're doing. Right, and it will pop up. You know, a lot of times we just don't know because, like you said, if we're not following that artist or paying attention to them. Like, you won't know what's cooking. Like, it's just fortunate that I listen to, like, reggaeton music. But these niggas is making money, boy. And they big. They is big. Yeah, like, they're, they're not small time. enormous artists. Like, <laughs> and then you got, huge. I mean, you got niggas like uh, Ciara. Ciara and Russell Wilson. Uh, Ciara just made some deal. Yeah, she just made a, 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 that was a football deal, right? Her and her husband, they own the team. She did. I don't know if they own a team, but okay. they did some deal with kids something and I forget what it is. Kidsville? Kid no, not a kids film. It was it was with the NFL, but it was a kid something, I think. No, Kidsville. I don't know what that is. That's the name of a company um that works with my former employer. Oh no, no, no. It wasn't Kidsville. It was, <laughs> okay. 
it was it was something regarding like a I think it was a kids football team or something like that. Oh, okay, kids football. It might be something like that. We'll fact check that, but um, that's what's up. But like, if you're not, I mean, the shade room kind of publicized it. But if you if you weren't following, you wouldn't know that. You wouldn't know that shit. Right? She's doing that. You know what I'm saying? And it's like we know that she's an artist and dancing and all. But she has like I think it was like. Two or three business ventures that recently she yeah, got she into. She had a hit too. Level up was a hit. Yeah, level, level up hit. was level up the up fucking was a hit, game. boy. She was like, like shock. That's a platinum. We gonna get this coin. Yeah, that's a platinum record. Yeah. So Sierra got money. Sierra, they, she good. She grinding. Like yeah. she's not. She's not out here just chilling. Like she had a, a solid hit. Nah, Sierra's doing her thing. You feel me? So you gotta respect and, it. Like, and, and her husband is very successful because he's not just a football player. That nigga's into his church and stuff like that. And. They out here focused, writing books and shit. Like these, these Listen, people got their money. I always say, bro, sports and music and shit like that is just a gateway. You gotta figure it out. You can't just do that and just expect everything to be. Well, good. that's what that that's the era we're in now. Yeah, that's the era that we definitely in now. You gotta do it all. People are not just sticking at, yo, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna just do this one thing. Like they getting their money and they flipping it, which is the way we supposed to be doing it. You yeah, know, like, these are short. I think a lot of times. We get into these industries and we fail to forget these are short-term industries. Right? Ten years. Ten, five to ten years you got. Five to ten years. You make the most of it. Because you could break in as a rapper and have a calm five-year run, make $20 million. Now you're 26 and you're not relevant no more. Right. And you got to <laughs> figure it out. No, you really got to figure, figure it out. Hurricane Chris, I was thinking about that nigga. <laughs> Today, a bay bay, a bay bay, like a bay bay. Fagier two, that was it. That was it. <laughs> but there's a lot of those. Hurricane Chris, Trinidad James, Trinidad James, possibly Little Yachty right now. I mean, I don't know. But the Yachty, last thing I heard that he had was the Peace Adventure, which was like two years ago. But Yachty still quality he, control. Fortunately for him, quality control is a hot commodity right now. Yes, yeah, Yachty label, is yeah. done though. He's he's, um, he's on his gonna, way out. You gotta say that for the record, take. right? That's my Yachty, you know, Trinidad James, Paul Wall. You know, Mike Jones. He's Paul Wall though. He's good. Nah, no, Paul Wall yeah. is good. Paul Wall's I good. seen him. In, I seen See, him in some movie the, the other day. The problem with Yachty, they don't set themselves up. Though. The the problem with Yachty was Yachty was part of a, a wave. Yeah, and that wave has ended. Of all those little pumps Definitely and shit like that. Ended. Trippy yeah, reds. Well, all of the they still making money though. The you but but they they was all came up in the same era. They never stopped. Their wave, yep. Yachty never came up with another really good hit to follow up. I have up. to say it, bro. Like, no disrespect to Yachty, he can't rap. I never thought. I don't think he was never talented to begin with. No, I think he just he was learning how to rap. While he yeah. just hit a he hit. He, he, he got, got a hit. He yeah. got lucky. He got a hit by accident. He is got it, a hit it, by accident. It, I don't, he's never. He wasn't talented to begin with. Is it safe to say that we're possibly also foreshadowing what's going to happen with Blueface? And people like is, the a baby. Lot of these, a lot of these mumble dudes, these rappers, maybe they're not that. that. They're not that skilled, bro. Mm. But they're making bulk music. Yeah. These dudes have catalogs. Blueface, you're gonna hear about Blueface for at least another six months solely because I the label about to say six years. No, not solely because, because the label is not is gonna keep you keep him in your face. Like you'll keep seeing stupid shit like him saying he's the best rapper out or. Or he's the best lyricist because the label is not going to let that train die until they really see it. But he's not going to last. Blueface, because he's not that talented either. Right. I will say, though, let me say it like this. I don't know. Where's designer? 
designer. Yeah, well, he was another he's, one. He's still making music, but like you said, like he's no just, hits. He can't he make can't another make hit. Another big hit. It's crazy. But he's still making songs. He's still releasing songs. But you know, ain't nothing catching making on another. Fire. I, I always, bro. I thing is, one thing I've learned: you make a hit single, and I think a lot of times people go into riding the wave of the hit single with no catalog to back it up. So when that single starts to die out, now mm. you're in panic mode because the label is just like, "Where's the next Where's one?" Where's the next one? And What's then up? you you coming up with stuff, you throwing it out, and it's not sticking. And it's not sticking, and the label is just like. We We're gonna give you another six single. months, right? Because the thing is, the label <laughs> signing these dudes off the hit single, right? They're not, they're not signing them. They're really not signing for talent. them. The talent, they're just yeah. like, "Your nigga, you got a hit single. We gonna milk this, right? You feel You're me? Right. We could make. We will give you. We could make. You know, this thing could go triple, quadruple platinum. We yeah, gonna go we're gonna tour. take our cut. We gonna do this. Mm. We can make a calm ten mil off this thing. And that's why R and B had a resurgence. R and B is still signing off of talent. Yeah, Scissor. Her. Her and I'm him. Summer Walker, you know I mean? sir. Uh, like all of all of those people. The nigga that keeps stealing the songs from what's her name? I think hip hop is <laughs> starting LMA. to sign back on talent too, though. But I think what hip hop is getting back into is development. I think they're slowly going back, retracting back into developing certain artists. Because what they're doing now is they're signing young, and the labels have figured it out. The labels have figured out how to to make their money back from the streaming game right. now. So they're starting to realize they can work the streaming game a certain type of way. They are signing young. I was listening to the interview young, bro, with 17, Monica. 15. Monica was signed at 13. I was like, what the fuck? Now they're getting back into that. Now they're not waiting. They're signing Brandy back was really signed young. at 16. And son. they're plugging these young artists in. They're dropping them in the pool. And they're just Growing like them, yeah. letting them blow up on their at what we consider mm-hmm. to be organic. Right. Because you just see them pop. There's a lot of artists you just realize just pop up out of nowhere. I mean, Little Nas X is a perfect Nas example. Is a, I think it was you I was telling or was it maybe my other man's? But I was like, I watched it, the, 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 the video of how Old Town Road got made. And that shit was recorded in a multi-million dollar recording studio with a Grammy Award winning engineer. Oh, shit. But yet, you're going to go homeless project record dropping? Right. But you could afford to be in a $200 an hour studio. Son ain't right about the store. And get your song mixed by a Grammy Award engine, Grammy Award winning engineer who probably charges $1,500 a song to mix. How much How much was the beat? I don't know. Because the interview that he had with uh with um with the Breakfast Club, nigga said the beat was like $30. I don't know he how He probably got it. He probably leased it off YouTube. Because he said he got it off YouTube. That's what he, And he said it was leased. He said it wasn't yeah. the exclusive it wasn't one. Exclusive. It just went viral. It just went viral. But and I don't know if I that producer got that paid. Because yeah. what I'm watching these labels do is these labels will drop you into these big playlists yeah. and have the song blow up from the playlist, and then it seems like it just catches fire. You feel me? Like I'm just like that doesn't really make sense. But at the end of the day, I'm just like if you're, we're all you guys are artists. I'm an engineer. Mm. I'm a producer. Yeah. How long did it take us to get to a point where we put in our professional records? Yes. That, that, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't happen over. Yeah. That. Yeah. I mean, that's why. That's why you can look at a lot of these things and just kind of look at it like, um, I don't really believe this. I don't, because we know better. Like, yeah, how, we know better. How I know for a fact for you to get a radio ready record, you're not spending less than three to four hundred dollars to get it mixed and mastered properly. And there's no re- there's no way in the world that you're going to be a fresh new artist, young teenager, 
yet you have a radio ready industry standard record. Right. Everything sounds properly. Everything is mixed properly. It sounds radio ready. Everything is set. Everything is mixed well. Everything is set up well. Your publishing is good. All these things are good, but you're 17. Supposed to be this brand new artist. Nobody knows. And yet, all of that is, is set and pro. Now, I do, I would say there are a few artists like Yachty who put out a record and it caught fire on SoundCloud or whatever. And then the label stepped in, remastered, remixed, remixed. And, and, you know, redistributed the song to different outlets. That happens too. But I, I specifically point out a little Nas X because that just shows industry plan. Like, he literally came out of nowhere. There was no, no songs beforehand. And now you just got all these big records and literally a week after, it's, it, it was a rollout. The, the song goes out, it has a country feel, the, it goes on the, the billboard charts in, in country. Immediately, bro. Like, and then And then they take it off the country charts and now people are upset about it. And now Billy Ray Cyrus gets on it. Bro, that was all, bro, how convenient is that the song hits the record charts, for whatever reason becomes a new spectacle. How did he get contact to all these new spectacles? The complex, the all the shade room, all these niggas, all they know. This niggas they, right they, now that got a hundred K on their song and can't get in contact. They can't get in contact with no bro. There's niggas who got a hundred K on their song and can't get on the billboard. But yet there's niggas out here who the record drops tonight with zero plays on debut at number one. Yeah. How is that? How is that possible? And that's why Hove said <laughs> You know, we following Billboard. Are you dumb? Like, yeah, like it's 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 just too convenient for me. Like, who, like all of a sudden, you know these contacts. Who the fuck do you contact at Complex to get to, to make your shit get noticed? That's a good question. Why is Complex watching the fucking country Billboard? Who's bro? I'll question. never forget when I went to Essence. I went to Essence to to get us into the festival, and when I got upstairs, they were like, "Who are you here to see?" And I was like, honestly, I don't know. I'm just here to um, see who I could talk to about being pressed for your your Essence Festival. And they said, well, if you don't have a name, then you can't talk to anybody. Oh, shit. That's what they told. So we could have had I 100K can, that day. I could only believe that Complex and all of them have the same type of situation. They're all in cahoots, man. Everybody, they all know you each other. You don't know who to talk to, bro. Yeah. So how all of a sudden this 17-year-old just magically, magically found, the, found the, the right hit, found all these new outlets, have over a million followers. Where did you come from, Playboy? Like, yeah. who are you? Yeah. You feel me? I don't, I'm just like, that doesn't make sense to me. So and that, but, I mean, we now know what the strategies are. We now know what we we would do if we had a young artist. There's a couple young artists I actually want to talk to you about, but we're going to do that off air. So where would we like to go? Uh, I know, Flo, you had said social, you took a social media cleanse. Yeah, I'm still on it. It's probably going to be for a minute. It's probably going to be for a minute. So how's that been? Been regular. Uh... I've been low key trying to get back into meditation. I haven't tried to do that shit since my last relationship. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, but what led to that? Um, I got mad candles in my room, and I remember when I was in my last relationship, I meditated with my girl, and we were listening to Deepak Chopra, um, who who's always doing stuff with um Oprah Winfrey, 
and he has a whole bunch of meditation stuff online. So I remember just trying to meditate with her, and um, I liked it. She ain't really like it because she don't, she ain't know how to fucking just be still and just be quiet. But um, I liked it, you know what I mean? And I, we did it like early in the morning, like five, six. So mm. be trying to do that, just trying to, you know what I mean? Just you start the day with positive vibes, get some cleansing going, you know what I mean? Uh, it's been going good. I feel like being off of social media, though, has given me more time to just really and truly focus on myself. I kept thinking like, damn, all these years that I've just been doing what I've been doing, I'm like... Yeah, I've given time to myself, but I'm like, no, I've really given a lot of time to others. Like, I've mm-hmm. given, given a lot of time to a lot of people. Like, goddamn, like, you know, trying to help people do this. You know what I mean? We can all say we've tried to help mad people do shit that we look back like, damn, we really wasted time. Like, just mad time. Fuck the money. The time is the shit we not getting back. We probably going to get back that money. Probably going to get that back. And then some. That time we not getting that back. Um... So yeah, man, just really been in my room looking at the four walls and shit is empty, but I'm like, yeah, we got to we gotta figure this shit out. So yeah, just been focusing really on me. I try to not be on the phone as much either. Like I don't try to, you know, deal with, you know, business shit unless I have to. Shout out to Sin and Kamar holding it the fuck down. Uh, Yeah, just, you know, trying to read more, you know, like read actually, like just sit down, turn the TV off, put the phone down, just read. Yeah, I mean... I used to think that the loss of time, I mean, I still think, don't waste my time. Like, there's a mutual person that we know that I was like, yo, you wasted my time for the last time, so guess what? (laughs) You don't get no more time. But, like, I used to really be upset about losing time, but now I'm just looking at it from more of a transmutative state, and sometimes, I mean, you have to give up time to get experience. So, a lot of those experiences that we we got from the time that we lost dealing with whoever we dealt with or whatever situation we had to deal with, it molded where we are now. And I know, at least for me, I don't feel like we are where we could be or, or where I would like us to be. But who knows what that next step in the road is. And I wonder if we're going to worry about the time that we lost once we get to whatever destination. Mm, I don't think so. Because... I feel like I'm giving myself back time because the time that I probably was on social media, which our phones are smart, they could definitely tell you that now. My iPhone told me the other day, yo, for the week, you was on social media for like 24 hours. I'm like, God damn, collectively. So I'm like, fuck. That's a lot of time Yeah, that I could have been learning something. Mm-hmm. I could have been you know, doing some vocational shit. I could have been getting a certificate at a... Fucking, you know, I could have been at the YMCA where they literally handing out them fucking certifications to, you know, you know, give people CPR, which they they really are. Go to Groupon, they really are for the low too. Nothing crazy. Um, but yeah, I could I could have been I could have been finishing up a book. I could have been writing a poem. I could have been practicing, you know, performing or you know something. I could have been, you know, practicing up on my 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 Spanish, you know. But here I am trying to post or, you know, do some shit on Facebook or, you know, do some shit on Twitter. I'm like, damn, like, I just feel like I gave myself back time. And it's like, I'd be tempted to go on it, but I'm just like, I find myself trying to go on it and just scrolling. I'm just like, damn, if this is what the fuck I was really doing, I really got to stay off of this shit longer than I thought I was and just try to find some other shit to do. And 
I am finding shit to do. I am reading books that I bought like three years ago, never even read them shits. I'm like, you should mm. just here collecting fucking dust. I was taking down a dresser the other day for like a good, you know, hour, you know what I mean? And probably going to take another one down tomorrow, you know, you know, handled my situation, called who I need to call to, you know, get my money situated and, you know what I mean? Catching up. One thing I do not do in my house, I don't play video games, even though I got the PS4 right there and I don't watch TV. My TV probably has been off before I turned it on this week, probably has been off for like the last three months. No exaggeration. Mm. My TV Mm. only turns on when my girl's at the house. My girl has not been in my house in like a month. Mm. I haven't seen her in like three weeks. So I'm just in my own world type shit. Like I just find myself coming up with creative ideas to write certain shit because in my mind, I'm like, all I got is time now. You know, one of my well, one of my good girlfriends was like, yo, now's the time that you just need to focus on you. But yo, find something that you like to do and learn how to do it. Use this time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I think that makes a lot of sense when you... When you have a lot of time on your hands, don't waste it. You know, yeah. you have to keep it. You have to keep it close. I think that's the only time you wait. You regret the time that you spent. Is if yeah. you know you wasted if it. If you know, yeah, right. And that's you could have used big it. Big fact, yo. Yeah. You know you wasted that time, and then that's that's also what makes certain past situations and relationships upsetting. Is because it's like in hindsight, you feel like you wasted that time but in the moment you didn't feel like you were wasting that time and that's where it becomes more of an experience than anything else where it's like all right i didn't waste that i experienced something that i don't know what that value i don't really have a value on that right now so a lot of times like with certain people that we dealt with that we gave a lot of time to and nigga got purple socks sorry nigga got purple socks on my nigga fly it um it it comes back where it was like, yo, I put I invested a lot in this this relationship, this person. Big facts. And they just straight, they don't even value that shit. Or I I don't even feel like that was I mean, a good use of my time. Oh, like what no. the fuck? If I if I ever then I would never I would never hope that it gets to that point. But if I if I ever supposed to break up with my wife, I would feel like I wasted mad time like i would be like yo like where did the past 15 years of my life go it'll feel like that initially initially yeah but then you'll realize whatever you learned that led to that well yeah i mean separation experiences and everything the life experiences you know children all that stuff being married you know living together all these experiences couple into one thing where it's like okay i'm a much more knowledgeable and much more experienced, man, because of these these experiences that I've went through. And but, that might be what the transmutive state is. That might be what you have to give to receive. Though you might have to give that time to receive those type of experiences. Experiences that make you a better person. Cause or hopefully make you make better decisions. I think ex- experience is invaluable too. Like time is invaluable. I think experience is yeah. invaluable I too. I do agree. Learning with that. some shit takes time, bro. I mean, nigga, you the same nigga that told me what? The days when I was doing Inception, and we talking 2013, nigga, that was was almost six years ago. Actually, it was six years ago because we dropped Inception in February of the following year. Damn. But you had said, what you told me one time I was at your house? You told me, yo, my nigga, thinking takes time. You was like, yo, just go home one day. You said this when we were still at the old spot off of Rockwell. You was like, yo, just go home one day and just take a day and just think, my nigga. 
Think about think, what you're gonna do. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's funny because I think when when I be telling people like, yo, That's what you told me, I meditate, and they be laughing, but I'll be like, yo, I just be laying on my bed, staring at the ceiling, mm. in deep thought, mm. like. And they be like, that's not meditation. I'm just like, yo, you don't have to sit on the floor and cross and, your and, legs. And close and your eyes, right? Close your eyes and do fucking this to meditate. Right. Meditation is deep thought and silence with your thoughts. Like right. actually being able to process your thoughts and think clearly and focus on what's going on within your mind. Facts. I think a lot of people take that for granted. Just laying there and not being bothered, not being distracted, mm. not sleeping. Right. You feel me? But just sitting there and in your thoughts, calmly processing what the fuck you're thinking about and making clear, concise decisions. Yeah. A lot of people don't do that and take that shit for granted. Mm. And the the things that we hold to mean most, to be the most valuable things to us, a lot of times take the most time. I am fact. finding a lot of value in drawing lately. Like, mm. not only is it like liberating. really a, a a liberating feeling where I'm mm-hmm. just escaping. It's also and, therapy, bro. Yeah, like I'm, I'll be drawing something for three hours, didn't even know three hours passed. I, and that's that was always my experience with drawing. Not only that, but I'm getting money from it. Niggas like my shit and they hitting me up like, yo, draw me draw. X, Y, and Z. What's, and what's your price? We were just talking about that earlier today where it's like we love these things we do, but it's still like a job. Because, yeah, we're doing something we love, but it's still stressful when you have deadlines. It's still stressful when you got shit shit to pay for. You got moves to make. You got time frames to meet up with. People want their shit. They're paying you for a service. You feel me? It might, like I said, it might not be physically taxing. Right. But it's taxing on the brain. And it's taxing, taxing on, on the, time. On, time. Taxing on, on your time. time. You feel me? Like, yeah. you got a project to finish and you're like, yo, this shit is due in the next couple of hours. And you took the next eight hours to do this shit. Right. You're done with that shit. You're exhausted. Now you're tired. Fact, but I think I think that's why I feel like I'm in... I feel like I'm going back to 2012, 2013, 2014, distinguished in terms of the mind frame. Like, I never had an issue. Like, when we was doing dad has and bow ties... Nigga, we can't front. Nigga, those are some glorious ass days. Nigga, we was ha- we was having fun doing what the fuck we was doing. Me and this nigga in the studio every day. Niggas is learning about each other. Niggas like, nah, take that out. Yo, put this in. You know, I don't mean, even think our listeners are aware of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glasses and both. That's for us. You know what I mean, yeah, glasses and both ties. That's for us. But yeah, but you know what I mean. Um, the whole fucking project. Those was it's days. getting released. Uh, I mean, that's the exclusive, I guess, but it's definitely getting released. Those were days where I feel like we was trying things and doing things, and we didn't really give a fuck so much about niggas' opinions on what we were saying or how we were saying it, you know, how we was dressed, you know, how expressive we was. Nigga, I was looking through the footage the other day, didn't even realize we recorded that 10-hour session we had. We recorded that. Shout out to Lynx. I have the whole thing. I was like, damn, this is... Man, yo, it's like three hours worth of footage mm-hmm. of us, of me and this nigga. And it's like one part of it, it's like, yeah, so, you know, face man, my face mad skinny. I still had the red friend. Yeah, my name is Distinguished. And the X jumps in, yo, it's XAB. And we talking about how we met. I'm just like, yo, Nick, the world got to see this shit. One day, like, niggas got to see how we was invested in our shit. And like, I'm so hyped talking about it now because I'm like, the one thing that I 
that I know was missing from me and, and, and from who I was was the performance aspect, the distinguish that y'all niggas met. But now I feel like ever since I got this company and got into management, I'm like, I just became so business with, with shit. I guess that's why it's just hard for niggas to look at me like I'm the same distinguished. I'm like, I'm the same distinguished. But when it comes to my business and, you know, what like the work that we do, I'm serious about that shit too. You just gonna get it, you're not gonna get the jokey jokey side. You're gonna get the serious side. You know what I mean? So I'm trying think, to trying to find that balance. I think the for me at least, looking in on 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 that aspect of it in terms of you, I think the difference is you had more of a focus on you. You did Yeah, I was more focused on me. I mean, I still think you have a focus on like you'll do what you wanna do, but I think when it came to you prioritize, prioritizing your art, nobody mm. was stopping you from right. prioritizing the art. If you wanted to go to an open mic, you was doing it. If you felt like you were really invested in the art, you were really invested in like, yo, we getting these songs done. We're like, yo, what's it going to sound like? And you you were really happy in that moment. And I think that for in terms of that, that's where things are different now. And in terms of me, I think... I don't know. I just think I get boggled down with with shit sometimes, and I also like I don't I don't want to be a, a burden some person. So you know I can be strong about shit like yo, yeah. nah, we doing this. Like yeah, we gotta yeah. go. Yeah. And I know that everybody got their own shit going on. So yeah. like I took a step back, and I'm just like yo, I got stuff in the tuck, but I don't. I, I know flow is mixing this week. I know yeah. you got a business thing here. You got a girl to cater to. You right. got bills and stuff. So it becomes like this this air, gray area where it's like, yo, I know we all still are invested in all this shit that we right. did. And we we are now at levels where we can do it right. When we first met, we, we, we were, were still figuring, figuring it out. out. Yeah, we, <laughs> That's a big we was figuring fact. a lot of shit out. We was getting, we were trying to make it happen. Nigga, we was getting ripped off by producers. Niggas getting ripped off by... We just you, didn't know what we was doing. We and we was the game doing. was transitioning at the same time. The game time. was changing while we was like But we were hungry it. at no, the no, same time. No, no, no. We was time. hungry, bro. We was oh, hungry. In the, the cold, going to venues? Nigga. The nigga the show, we traveled to the Bronx. Yes. Uh, we did a lot. To a nigga, a nigga basement apartment. Yo, to get some beats. To, to get some beats and then record the song in the nigga crib. Yeah, that was. A, I remember that day. With like six other niggas in there, we could have got robbed yeah, it, that day. It was a lot of niggas, and I was like, "Yo, what's yo? It's all good." D X, like, yo, you sure you notice, nigga? I'm like, <laughs> I better notice, nigga. You hope that. This I hope that, I that, notice, nigga. You would hope that that's the case. <laughs> shit, Facts, niggas shit. was smoking up. I niggas was, like, was oh, really shit. smoking, but this bro. a fucking bad yeah, idea. That, dog. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Every time I think about that era. 2012 to 2014. Yeah, we had a. It's still exciting. It was, it was a great time. Yeah. Like, it was niggas exciting. Really, niggas was, was together. Grinding. We yeah. was it was a team. It was we a was unit. We, we was literally with each other every week because we had the show that was bringing us together. But I would be at this nigga crib fucking having slumber parties. Minus the all slumber right, party. All right, all right, you know what right, I mean? Right, like, oh no, nah. We did with with em- well, shit, almost dropped. That. Yeah, I mean, we, oh, we, uh, with uh, yeah, you know, you know with, with, with other with shorties. With the yeah, shorties, you know what I mean? You know, sleeping over, but we would, but it wasn't on some sleepover fucking. It was niggas is sleeping over, but while we, you know, are with each other, yo, we gonna write these songs. We gonna talk mm. about how we gonna do the next show. We're gonna help each other. We're gonna give each other constructive criticism, and we wasn't just mean it, but this nigga crib. 
I feel like we was meeting up a day for about probably maybe one time we came to my house. You know, I'm in Queens. Everybody's really in Brooklyn. But we found time. We was going to the studio. We was we was doing rehearsal. Like we was doing a lot. We was a team team. Nah, like, the best was doing niggas. glasses and bow ties, and we went to engine room and we, we spent that entire day. day. We met that. Yeah, we spent that we grip. Did that we had Char. We had yeah. We uh, had my, Charmaine was there. My nieces and nephews came to the, that song is still. Epic, yeah. Allie did her joint. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Day. I was like, Allie bodied that. Allie bodied that song. She bodied that shit, boy. Like you know, what I mean, strange so, fruit. We 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 got some and, joints. And 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 that's what tells me that I'm sorry, but nobody can tell me that we made those things for nothing. Nah, nah. and those songs, they're still timeless. They're still they special. Are, yeah. Like just thinking about them now, I'm like, yeah, we dropped them the appropriate way. Niggas is gonna be like, who are them two niggas? Right. Off rip. You know Meanwhile, they're gonna think we plants. But nigga, we've been planting our seeds for a minute. We've been what out those, here. They're gonna be surprised at how long those songs were made. And now they're. Yeah, just some of them will be surprised. Executed to the highest capacity. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, you know, like I said, we don't know the end of our road yet. We don't know what the journey looks like. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a fact. And. I, the way I feel about certain things, certain quote unquote wastes of time. I might not feel like that if in a year from now or a couple months from now, I'm doing an interview and niggas is like, well, how did this come about? Oh, and God, I get draw back on those experiences. Those experiences like, yo, well, five years ago. <laughs> right. And you could really pull back from that experience. I mean, it was a wonderful time, bro. I, I It's forever going to be a, a, as a part of my memory bank. And we had priceless experiences. That we all could draw from, and we did a lot of things that that will forever be memorable. I think a lot of people, a lot of people don't know the journey. A lot of people don't have these type of experiences. It just kind of happens for them. Yeah. A lot of people don't know the struggles. A lot of people don't see like, yo, you niggas really had to put this working. And now I think the important piece to it, um, to kind of transition, but the important piece to it now is we we can't get. We can't bring that time back, but what no. we can do is we can recapture that magic in this era and make even more memories to like really draw back. And I feel like that's the piece that's been missing. Mm-hmm. I think as a collective, we all know that we're brothers and we're here for each other and stuff, but I think that we've lost the magic to some extent mm-hmm. where it's like we... I don't know if we're going to look back at 2016, 2015, and 2018 the same way we look back at 2012 at this particular moment in time. But what we can do is make sure that the rest of 2019, 2020, and 2021 Mm -hmm. makes us feel like 2012. You know what I'm saying? Big facts. 2012, too, was a year where we was doing... Remember, we went to Christopher Endem's thing that I was telling you about, and he was doing shit with Wu-Tang, the professor mm-hmm. at the university, and you know what I mean? We was doing shit that we was really trying to have just as much of an impact on the music as we wanted the music to have an impact on us, because we was just trying any and everything. We wasn't, we was very open-minded, very non-judgmental, not saying that we like that now, but I know for right now, though, we're probably a bit more reserved about where we will where we will go and where we won't go versus back then it was like we just gonna see whatever the fuck it is. I think we're we're because of experience, we yeah. we already know. Yeah. So we don't need to go down certain roads anymore. True. Facts. Cause we're like, all right, that road is cool. Right. It might be dope, but <laughs> right. that's not gonna benefit right. 
us and it's not going to benefit what we're doing. It's right. Not, going so, to that show right this particular moment is not conducive because we done been to this show a thousand times between 2012 to 2014. Yeah, like, like we could do open mics to practice. Be, right. But I I'm not going to- totally agree. I'm not going to sit here and be like, yo, I need, we got to cut this today yeah. and yo- I'm gonna make sure my my schedule free so we can go to this show and it's an open mic That's or it's true. a showcase. That's true. Showcase could suck my dick, honestly. That's <laughs> real talk. Like nah, I agree with you because I would rather us pool our money together and throw and, a show. Right. Because well, and and because we've done that, it just makes it that much easier to have that mindset because it takes our train of thought from being the contestant to the person that's putting on the show with the contestants. You know not even I mean? con- I'm not even talking contestant. Why? Fuck, fuck that. Right. I would rather instead of me. There's there. You know. There's a lot of these showcases. We already spoke about these. You got to go back to the old episodes yeah. to get those gems. But there's a lot of these showcases. Two fifty to be in a competition. Yeah. There's Twenty five niggas it's on the still bill. happening to this day. It's and crazy. so I could put two fifty. You could put two fifty. And Flo could put two fifty. And we could get a venue. True. For. For four hours True. and then charge twenty dollar tickets and, and make get a the flip. money back. Yeah, make a crazy, crazy flip actually. So why would I join anybody's showcase right. when I can just go get the venue myself? And some of these venues is like, yo, just give me a bar guarantee. So I get a, all I'm doing is a bar no, guarantee, right. and I meet the bar. I ain't pay nothing, and I make money at the door. Right. I'm not doing that. You know right. what I'm saying? So like I'm but you don't get that experience just coming in. Right. Like at 2012, we would have never thought of doing that. In 2012, we wasn't. The only shit. We weren't thinking about it at that point. Because yeah. we didn't think we didn't think it was possible. And we thought we needed the cosign. Facts. Yeah. Oh nah, we do yeah. this hot 97 showcase real quick, and the judges like us. We get that little cosign, right. and now we could, you right. know, like work that to get to the late. Fuck out of right. here. That's not how it works. Right. It don't work that way. Yeah, because I honestly, I mean, feel like D Flow was talking about this a few episodes ago. You really gotta, you gotta pull all of your resources in. You gotta like, you know, you got two fifty, I got two fifty, I got two fifty. Let's say seven other niggas got two fifty, nigga. That's twenty five hundred. Now we like, I bet we got budget for the venue. We got a budget to pay staff. And we got a budget just in case some other shit happened. This is what we're going to charge. This is how we're going to make the money back. This, this, this is how everybody's going to get their cut and then some. Then we could take whatever we made after, after the then some portion and throw back into the pot if we feel like, all right, we could probably do another flip on the next show. And a lot of niggas ain't thinking like that. I mean, and that's, I mean, that's how... Johnny. That's how a lot of these other underground artists, like yeah. Russ and stuff, they doing well. That, that's, Nav, they're doing well. Yeah, Nav and Russ, they doing Shout well. Shout out to them, yeah, they, because they kind of realize, oh, okay, I have a fan base. Straight of the numbers, man. 30 k, and ten of these niggas is come. Ten k of these niggas is coming out every. Show. I think that's what Russ. Russ did a great interview with that. I think he said he's like, listen, a lot of these artists is out here, two three million followers, and can't do two k a show. Talk Can't bring out two thousand people to the show. Talk about He's it. like, I'd rather be able to go perform and come, and five hundred to a thousand people come out, pay their thirty or forty dollars a head. I make my twenty five k for the night, and I'm doing that 
for the next three, four months, and I'm doing 30 shows. Yeah, do the math. Do the math. Nigga, you feel me? Yeah, like, nigga. You touching at least 100,000. Yeah, bro. 100,000, nigga. <laughs> 25K by 30 shows, bro. Oh, nah. That's way more than that. A 750. Yeah, yeah, you do that shit. You take a break. Six, three. You do that for three months. You take a break for three months, and you do it again for another three months. That's you just made 1.5 mil. Yeah. And you're just touring. You're not talking about merch. You're not talking about what's getting off his digital streams. streams. Well, nigga, we need to hurry up and fucking get this glasses and bow ties fucking live tour together then, nigga. If we talking like this. It's possible, Exclusive bro. shit. You could go on tour. There's a lot of artists who go on tour and a lot of, a lot of people be like, no, I got to have... Nah, you could go on tour, bro. If you could go on tour, you could do 200 people at each show. I mean, even let's just look at our live shows. We we we, we haven't we, we got the proof. We've we yeah. I think we've touched thirty percent of our potential of a live show. Thirty percent. That's a lot. And and, and we only did two shows. What we've done with the thirty percent of our potential has been impressive. If we can get fifty percent of our fan base out, the next live show that we do through all the connections that we've made, even this year. Yeah, this. Let's year talk we about the guests of, yeah. that we put on this year. Yeah, yeah. We we yeah, we. This was a this was a greater year in terms of. The types of guests that we had, I feel like we definitely diversified our guest pool, if you ask me. We've had guests on this show that we probably wouldn't have had in the first year. Now, imagine we do our next live show. We invite these people out. They invite their friends out. On top of the people that we know are loyalists that right. have been coming to the show. Since day one. Supporting. Well, they tune in and they're followers of us. Bro, we talking about the next show is 250. All right. Minimum coming out. All right. If we do it properly... Niggas really put it in, and niggas have learned a lot through going to BYOB. Shout out to that. Shout out to BYOB. Like, we've learned a lot of different tricks. Yeah. We're able, we're going to be able to pull out at least 250. I feel like we do a summer month or something like that, or spring or something, mm-hmm. where we're not worried about the weather being inclement. Right. We're, we're pulling out a calm 250. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's not including, I'm not even talking about the connects that we have with the other podcast that we've been like talking right, to and, with, right. and being like, yo, now we get them on board and tell them to bring out, yo, we're going to pay y'all and y'all bring out y'all fan base. It, we're talking- It's easy, bro. Now we're like, talking 355. Nah, it is easy. And I feel like that's why low key, I'm addicted to doing shows because I feel like getting the people- to come somewhere is not the problem. It's getting them to come enough where the show has built, like what we did with Creative Minds. That's just a perfect example. Well, Creative Minds was magic. I mean, that was it. Yeah, I don't know if we ever going to get that. I'm not, let me not say we'll never get that back, but, but creative, that type of situation. But now. Creative yeah. Minds own, was yeah. perfect time, place, and everything at the same time. It was, it was. Older generation looking at us and having faith in what we were doing. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of the artists that are seasoned now being super spring chickens. Y'all all know who y'all are right. when Creative Minds was about. A Big lot of facts. these niggas that y'all see all over the place now. Right. Got all these were, followers and shit. Were nothing but babies when Creative Minds was Some of them popping. had their first shows at Creative Minds. That's a big fact. Yeah, a lot of them actually. We know one of them right now in Cali. And so, you know I mean, life is nothing but a beach. Shit, I mean, right? we know a couple of them that are signed now, <laughs> right? Big right. facts. So, I mean, a lot of that that's going to live in that era. I don't know if we're going to capture that back. I would say the closest thing has been our live shows, 
right. because we've been able to get the huge crowds or the big crowds right. at our live shows. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I'm sure we can find an event that we can do and get as big as Creative right. Minds. But the magic is different now. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a whole the different... The game is it. The whole, the whole, it's, it's the whole fucking thing is different, bro. And to yeah, be honest, I wouldn't be invested in the creative minds as much as I was back then now. Yeah, yeah, me neither. Uh, we you know, we like, live in different lives now, too. So yeah, we all live in different lives. All living it different wouldn't lives. excite me to sit there and listen to niggas mumble on a mic, mumble rapping, whatever the fuck, right. for, for three hours, however long we would have been there, I right. would be bored. I, like That's how I feel about it now. So like before I was excited. I'm sitting there listening to the new art. I'm looking at some of them like, yo, I want to collab with that nigga. I don't got I don't got that energy for right. niggas now. Like I got if, that juice like that. If you not someone that I think is in a, a certain position, I'm not looking at you like, yo, I want to collab. Like, mm. yo, this, that, and yeah, we're gonna like I that's just how I feel about it. So I wouldn't be as invested, and that's why I don't think it would be the same now. But we'll find that I like I said, for me, the live shows, I get super excited about them shits. Like when them shits is around the corner, that last one we did, I was like, and then to see how it it panned out, even with us having last minute adjustments we had to do, I was like, yo, the reaction, the reaction was great too. The reaction reaction, was excellent. The reaction that we had was good. We had fun. I I didn't have have fun at that. I had nobody come come back from the last live show and be like, yo, y'all niggas, I don't know what y'all doing. Niggas was trash. Y'all niggas got to yo. Yeah, pack switch it up. It up. Yeah, pack, pack, pack it up. <laughs> we didn't get that. We got, yo, you guys are a fucking wreck. When's the next one? Yeah, That's all I heard. Big yeah. facts. When is you know the next mean? one? And I know niggas that would want to go that wasn't there. I know at least 50 niggas that would want to go that wasn't there. So I'm like... We're like... I feel like we're, we're, we're in the middle of being students, not turned masters, but students... That is getting ready to finish the graduate program when it comes to this shit. Because I feel like if you're an artist and you start by getting the development that you need. For example, I was getting developed before I even met you guys. Like I met you guys at a time where I didn't even know how to fucking count 16 bars. I had people around me helping me. Like Mm -hmm. I'm talking, I'm in the studio, nigga. They got a workshop in the studio. I, a young distinguished, I was like 15, 16, sit down, we're going to teach you how to count bars today. My father was paying for that shit. You know what I mean? I've been to studios where on the, on the, um, on the machine, they, they, they had the machine that has the barometer that's letting you know, you know what I mean? How many more seconds that you got to go until you get to the next bar. Like niggas was, yeah, niggas was really teaching me. So I could really say that prior to you guys, I was, I, I, I was a bit. I was a bit polished getting to, and then meeting you guys just helped take. T- I mean, t- you were the most the polished level. out of all of us in the beginning, in right. terms of artistry. Yeah, you guys you, literally helped me get to the next level, especially you were, Flo. Well, I mean, I feel like you helped everybody else get to the next level. I feel like you were the the pinnacle of artistry when we all met. I I admired you on the artistry level. Like I was like, yo, this nigga is Adam. He's on a whole nother plane. Like, and I think I think. Don't miss that nigga. The, the <laughs> talking about boy. Nigga, I think one, one of the fuck the, out of here. the shorties that we were dealing with, uh, <laughs> she would have been she would have been second, right? Um, 
And then I think I would have came in, and then the other shorty would have came in. Would have been in. last, of course. Mm, this nigga. Uh, but, <laughs> I'm going to need you to hold it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really to don't it. want to, but I am. But I think that, yeah. that like, yeah, like, you, you could tell. You could tell. And I, I felt like you really did get most of your joy from from your art. So it, it has been a little surprising in the last two years that you haven't really pursued that. But I figured that maybe you just felt like you was transitioning. Well, yeah, well, well, like I told you guys, I didn't feel like I was transitioning from it. I just feel like the 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 love wasn't there because like like I was telling you, I was like, I, I just felt like at some point like I wasn't I wasn't good enough anymore. And I feel like a big part of it, this is actually about to be the first time that I actually say this uh like publicly out loud. I can't even believe I'm about to say this shit. But I feel like I was trying to be like those poets that I used to see at New York, and I try to, I, I was, I was trying to get to like the urban words because mm-hmm. I felt like when I was first learning how to like slam and shit, like I went to, I actually went to slam workshops to actually be taught how to slam and you know stand a certain way and perform a certain way and put emphasis on this word. I felt like I was trying to get there because I'm like, why do I keep losing the way I'm losing? And I'm like, I don't want to conform. To how they're performing and how they're writing, so I feel like at some point I, I let that get to my head. Like I felt like me winning slams, you know, when I did, or you know, winning uh, performances, you know, when whether the weather was, I was like, it wasn't enough. I was like, winning or getting a trophy or getting a, I was like, for me, I need to be on TV, and I kept like in my head like that's not even why you're really trying to do this or how you even came to performing, nigga. You tried to commit suicide. You wasn't trying to get on no TV or no syndicated station. So I just felt like because I wasn't there that I thought I would be there, I was just like, man, maybe I ain't good enough. So I, a piece of me just stopped. So I, I guess I guess you could say it was like, I was just I was just ego tripping like, mm-hmm. nah, I'm good. I mean, I, I, could, I could relate to that. I feel like that is kind of similar in terms of, said that shit. Yeah. of like music for me, I think. My love is always with the music. Like right. I enjoy making it. Right. The motivation diminished slightly because it's like, damn, I thought I would be here by now. Right. And I'm not here. Right. So So what's the point? Am I like am I now going to waste my time? I don't ever want to be that 40-year-old nigga that's still peddling that he he could rap and got no accolades or nothing behind it that curse. says Oh nah, yo! I saw that you knew what you were doing in that field. I don't like to fail at things, or I don't like to feel like I failed at things. And I think that I got to a point where I was like, "Yeah, I love doing this shit, but I don't want to be that nigga that seems like or looks like, oh, he just don't got his life together because he don't realize he's past. He's past that. Like, nigga, you you rapping, but for what? Is, so is it crazy. a hobby? Like, yeah. if you you if you got it as a hobby, All right. then my nigga, you need to find a new hobby type shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't got a girl in your life and she's not the first person to tell you that, nigga, the first person to tell you that will probably be your mother. And I was like, before my mom say that this art shit ain't going to work out, well, I'll be damned if my girl say it. So I need to really I mean, figure some shit out. My mom still tell me that it won't work out. And I'm actually making money off of it. God damn. So, parent, yeah. I think parents just, it just depends on if you have an artistic parent. A parent True. that believes I think in so. arts. If you have a parent that believes in arts, they'll be more willing to know that. All right, it's the trial and everything. But you know what it is? It becomes a mental game, though. 
And now yeah, that's that's, like game. that's what it Especially is. Especially as you get older, ain't nothing clicking, nigga. You got to start to really figure this shit. That's out. where that's where you start like, fighting. You start you shadow doing? biting and you start shadow fighting and and fighting demons at the same time. Right. On one hand, you fighting yourself like nah, nigga. You could get better, and that's why you're not where you at. You got to do this. You got to go harder. You gotta. You not doing enough, nigga. That's why you're not there. And meanwhile, you look and you see another nigga pop, and they like this nigga didn't do shit. There's no way he not old enough to have done shit. So how the hell did he pop and you didn't pop? You so you start shadow boxing yourself like nigga do more, right. nigga stop doing this. You you entertaining this stupid shit. You could have been writing this. Right. And then on the other side, you fighting demons because you got your own demons in your ear every day. Like nigga, that's not gonna work. It's yeah. never gonna. Big end. Never but gonna, I think, but I, but I think going back to what you said, I mean, and I said it already, and it was reinforced by my brother. Shout out to my brother. Our young brother, but he he feels like an older brother, especially with the conversation we had the other day at my house. Shout out to Joshua Walker, where he was like, yo, my nigga, you got to redirect all that shit that you was doing back to you, because nigga, you know, you don't do that. And I think if we really and truly used the all of the energy that we put into others, whether it's work, whether it's, you know, you know, girlfriend situation, whether it's house, if we found time. Like, I'll be trying to find time, like, just to write. Even if it's one stanza a day. I'm like, nigga, that's something compared to not writing for, like, six, seven months. Because I'm worried about this, you know, client or, you know, I'm having issues with, you know, my my staff or niggas, you know, didn't have a good staff meeting the month before or, you know, because my phone just, I mean, my girl, she could tell you, like, we could just be out. No exaggeration. And my phone will be going off nonstop because this client calling me or this person is like, yo, where's this video? This person is like, yo, you know, are you sure you sent the money? It's like, it's be mad shit. I'm just like, yo, I really got to um, really gotta take a break from this shit because it ain't just affecting me, nigga. It's affecting the person I'm with or, you know, it could be affecting me on a day when I'm supposed to be chilling, but now I got to do some work because somebody that I paid to do some shit Ain't fucking do their job. Now I got to explain to this person or to my client why they didn't get this video or this flyer because this shit is late or, you know, the name is wrong or the people that's supposed to be doing it telling me they're out the country. I'm just speaking real shit, man. I, I be dealing with some real crazy shit sometimes. And I just be like, this shit is hard. Like, damn, running a business, having clients, this shit is hard, annoying as fuck sometimes. I just be like, nigga, I got to get back to me because this shit is a lot. Yeah, I mean, I came to that same conclusion. God damn. I've I've been dealing with people for a long time where I'm like, yo, I'm giving... I've really... It's it's almost like checking your iPhone and seeing how long you've been on social media. Yeah. You got to check yourself and be like, yo... How long have we been doing this? you, You went out with this person this week. You hung out with this person last week. You went to this event for this individual. Mm-hmm. You let this person drag you out the house when you really just wanted to stay in the house and do X, Y, and Z. Right. Like all this time could have went to other things that you could have really probably felt like you benefited from right. instead of feeling like, damn, uh, I really didn't want to go here. I really don't want to be sitting at this dinner. Mm-hmm. Or I really rather I was just drawing right now. Right. So... For me, I'm definitely in a space right now where I'm just like, yo, at least for the next six months, I am being very limited with who is getting certain type of energy. And, and time. there's, yeah, energy and time. And 
all the rest of it, I do want to invest into my art and I do want to invest into a project and I do want to put out a project appropriately the right way and see what what pops from it and and all of that like you just got to really put yourself in that mindset so i think that that's that's kind of where everything's i'm glad that everybody's kind of in that same there, yeah all of us mind seem space. to be in that same space i mean i feel like this nigga been there before us no well, flow has always been yeah, in the just, background saying been. yo we we'll like, get back to the music. Or Yo, when, or when, when you, you go back to the studio. You know, I'm ready when you are. <laughs> right. Or, nigga, ready, they be, they be ready telling me I'm and you, always, nigga, let's go. XAB distinguished. You know, let's I'm, go, niggas. Y'all niggas know. I'm, I'm <laughs> stay on the grind. Like, I'm quiet, but I'm low-key doing what the fuck I got to do. I'm waiting for y'all. So I'm, <laughs> I never stopped my musical journey. I've just been grinding on the low. I mean, I never stopped. Let's not, let's not get it twisted. Nigga, it's I, just been... I, I stopped. Once nah. I stopped going to the studio... That was a part of me saying, nigga, I'm good right now. I, I mean, Flo knows. I've been in the studio. It's just not as consistent. I right. mean, 20, 2012 to 2014, every weekend or every right. other weekend, right. it was me and yeah. Flo Knocking in, it in out. the studio right. working on a song or something like that. Right. Um, My busiest year with this nigga was 2013. We put out two projects in that one year. We put out two projects. Nigga I was think, just starving. It's like, I, I need big, this. I'm I, I here both of y'all. I think the biggest thing is just, I think, sometimes we do lose motivation. We do lose... We and that's okay sight. too. Yeah, you lose sight of what what your goals are. We get caught up. We're grown. We're we're adults. We have responsibilities. Yeah. We get caught up in mad things. Niggas got jobs. Niggas and got honestly, son, things. when we started, we were in that that space in life mm-hmm. where it was okay to kind of still navigate your identity in terms of what you were bringing to the world. Mm-hmm. And like you said, as we get older, and you be you understand your identity now you start to re understand your music you understand in a different way or the art that you want to bring to the world Mm -hmm. so i think sometimes you have to stop yourself and be like wait Mm -hmm. i'm not i know i'm not like i think i'm the perfect example of that because there's three iterations of xab facts there's geek swag 2012 Mm -hmm. to 2014 Mm -hmm. xab then 2014 is when I switched the hairstyle up and we were doing that. And then you got the 2017 and up, which nobody has seen yet. But that that swag, and now I'm in a totally new space where it's like, it's not even a new space, but now I'm in a space where I'm like, nah, I don't need to associate a, not that it was a gimmick in that sense of a word, but I don't need to associate this identifying factor of, crazy hair or mm-hmm. geek swag movements to the brand. I'm just going to do what I really feel is me. And when I put that out there, that's what it nigga, is. that's what you're going to get. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I love it, nigga. Facts. Nah, I feel you. That's how it goes, bro. You just got to... As artists, you guys have to figure out what your lane is. And once you figure out what the lane that you're comfortable traveling down... The lane has to be you, though. That's a fact. And that's the, that's the difference with me now than 2012 me. Before it was the lane was we were trying to build this brand. Mm-hmm. Yo, if we build a geek swag brand, yo, me and you are under mm-hmm. that umbrella. Mm-hmm. We get the girls. Oh shit! And that's when that's when we we had our first snag. Yo, these girls don't fit under geek swag. How are we gonna do this? I came up with Undefined Glory, mm-hmm. which is now a company name. All right. And Undefined Glory, I was like, yo, that fits every one of us. All right. And that's why it's a company name now because it fit. It can encompass everybody, but right. that's the brand. Right. The brand shouldn't be, we shouldn't be branding me 
because I'm not a brand. You know what I'm like? Yes, you brand the artist. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we shouldn't be trying to build this brand and fit the artistry under that brand. So we built Geek Swag, right? And then I would have been stuck under this Geek Swag persona until when? Because that's a persona that would probably only be relatable to a, a group that maybe up to 25. Right. You know mm. what I'm saying? After that, not relatable. <laughs> right. Facts. So the brand now runs its course. I go to 25. I'm past 25. I'm outside of my own damn brand. Right. Like, so now I get stuck in a place where I'm still catering to that group and I'm not even living the experiences no more. Right. And then, then you got the the quote unquote Miguel era, where the hair was like that. Another kind of gimmicky brand that we built, and it's like, yo, niggas right. gonna be like, yo, that's the nigga with the hair, but he could spit bars. Right. Not really. It don't work in this world like that. Like, unfortunately, right. niggas just don't acknowledge you simply because of your hair. Right. <laughs> you know, your hair look too different, and niggas right. is like, what's this nigga about the rap? Not mm. they. They're not even listening to the bars. True. So, you know, I They're think... They're looking at your head. Niggas is asking me dumbass questions like, is he gay? I'm like, yo, what the fuck? All types of shit. All it, type of dumb it's shit. A, it's, a like, dis- it's a distraction. I hated it so much. From from what from what the purpose is. Right. And it wasn't it wasn't something that I could be 24-7. I think if, if there's anything we could bestow on artists, it's whatever you choose to represent yourself as as an artist you need to be able to wake up as that person mm-hmm. you need to be able to go to sleep as that person you need to be able to get an interview at three in the morning you was ass naked about to lay down it's probably and, me. and be able to say oh all right i'm gonna be there in 30 minutes and you don't gotta do nothing now i'm probably gonna show up there naked though anyway <laughs> With the hair and Whatever shit. Whatever works for you, bro. With, with the hair and shit, I couldn't do that. Nigga had to sit there and get the shit curled. Right. Nigga had like, it was it was too much. It was definitely a day that I think I had to meet up with this individual. And he definitely told me where the nail salon was. And I definitely went to the nail salon. Well, the hair salon. And he was getting his hair done. I was like, this probably, is probably Probably the case. I was like, this not is different. Not the nail salon. I was like, I ain't nah, never yeah, been nah, no. nah, Not the, the hair salon. I was like, this is different. Listen, that, that was the persona he was portraying at that it's time. Different. That was that was the artist. That was the artist and the 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 image he was pushing at that time. We supported it. We rocked with it. And then you know, at the end of the day, he was like you said, he was finding himself. He was finding the route he wanted to be in, and that takes time. It we takes knew time. we knew the music. Yeah. The music never changed yeah, in between yeah. that. Yeah, and it's but and it's crazy because we was doing our individual shit, but. When when we came together to do glasses and but it was the same. It was like same intense, same energy, same whatever. We was we was just very consistent. Even with Winter Circle, nigga, you know, you got us all together, everybody doing their shit. It's like niggas is really living their dream right this second. Niggas is recording, rehearsing, performing. Having meetings. Having meetings. So having behind about, the scenes drama that nobody right. knows about. Nobody who knows singles, about who single next. So this nigga got more records on the whole project than me. Or, you know. Nigga, I'm the veteran. Fuck right. all y'all niggas. Why, like, this nigga, why this nigga get to start off the, 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 
Why you took a nigga verse or you know what I mean? Yo, I'm not. I'm telling you, I'm not following that nigga lead. Like, uh, it, listen, that, that was, but it was fun though. Yeah, it was now exciting. looking back, now looking back, it was like, damn, back that was, then it was tense. Do yo, we prefer I, I that keep, or do we prefer now? Like, right. that, I keep saying it's uh, in that era we did a lot of records. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a whole team it was recording a lot. And niggas, son. everybody on the team got a project. We dropped mixtapes. It was a, it was a really a true. We were doing photo shoots. We're doing a lot projects. We was like a management company without the label being put on. Like we, yeah, was, like we was just helping manage each other, basically. Yeah, we were just making doing, it happen and just doing trying what to we had with the little. Do we what had. we I mean, that's the, how we learned everything. Yeah, like, I know for a fact we could pick up some artists right now and do crazy things for them. Oh yeah, I know yeah, that yeah, for yeah. a fact. Yeah, all three of fact. us. Yeah, it could definitely help finesse that artist into the artist that they're supposed to be. Big fact, one hundred percent. That's a big fact. I think that's that's more than that's 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 that's, that's a nothing. Simple actually, statement. Yeah, yeah I'm not nothing. Our artists will be blessed to know us. Yeah, it will, oh yeah. All that's needed is to have the physical finance. Once you have the physical finance, the sky's the limit because the right. knowledge is there, the routes are there. Right. You just have to know what you're willing to invest and how far you're trying to take it. That's all. Artists, right. make sure you come at us correct. So where are we going next? We got Kevin Hart, Dave Chappelle. I still haven't seen Dave Chappelle. What's going on with Kevin Hart? So, too, he had the accident. Wait, what? He, he was in a car Kevin accident. Hart had a car accident. Wait, for real? Yeah, yeah it was a he. Had, he had a severe back uh, injury. Yeah, bro. If you're not going to be on social media, just watch the fucking news, bro. <laughs> I don't really watch TV like that. Watch the fucking news. No, no. Bro. Actually, I have been watching. Get a TV. newspaper, bro. No, no, no. I have been watching TV. The Bahamas is fucked up. Yeah. yeah, damn. Son. Dorian is out there. Shit, Merlin taking a take. I ain't, that was gonna be a wild statement. I was about to say this now, but Bahamas yeah, but the Dorian up. now he coming this way. Now he's about to hit yeah, the Carolinas. Told, yeah, my sister's in fucking Carolinas, man. I really hope she's gonna be safe, man. Well, if she's not so, by the coast, she should be fine. Nah, should be, but it's saying it's gonna hit category four or category five so oh shit really i thought they was gonna downgrade it i thought it, it was a two bro yeah it, it was going downgrade? to two sure? that's what the last thing because I, I thought they said it was it was building back up nah. they might it might have but i didn't see that part yet oh, okay. I, last Man. i saw it was two i hope that's not true they um, said it, it died down in the bahamas and i thought they said so, they was going to build back up to a cat four by the time it hit. Sure, we'll figure it out when we leave here. Yeah. So, yeah, Kevin Hart was in a, a car accident. That's horrible. I think something happened to three of his vertebrae. Um, yo, yeah, he yo. went into surgery and everything. Yeah, so this the surgery... Tracy Morgan curse is real. I'm sorry. The the surgery went well, so he should have a full recovery. He's going to be out for a minute, though. Yeah, if he said they, he said he's going to be out for a couple months. He just fucked up his whole... This whole rest of the year, he fucked up his back. Yeah, he's done for twenty things. Yeah, so I mean, he wasn't driving; someone else was driving. Right. So. I have a I have a question though. Do we think this is gonna hurt Kevin Hart in twenty twenty in terms of the roles that he probably would have been no, getting? I think it's fall. gonna help Kevin it's gonna Hart. Help him. Oh yeah, he's also getting dragged right now too. So what the fuck did he do? So this was before the accident. I'm assuming after the accident. Oh goddamn! So this is new. He's going to be on the shop with, you know, LeBron James. LeBron James yeah, right. It's going to be him, Little Nas X. Um, oh, oh, whoa. Who else is on? Ooh. There's a couple other niggas oh, on whoa, there. Whoa, that sounds crazy already. So, Shit. you know, Little Nas X came out as gay. Yeah. They're on the show talking about it. Yeah. And 
little nod. So they asked him. So, you know, Kevin Hart is on some like, yo, if you're gay, you're gay. Like on yeah. some like, people shouldn't care what you are. They're right. having a conversation. He's like, yo, people shouldn't care. You should just be able to say what you are and it shouldn't affect your business or whatever. And then little Nas was like, yeah, I agree. But growing up, I was taught to hate this shit. Like I was taught to hate being gay and hate being myself. So that's why I never felt like I should say anything. He said, I chose to say it at the very top of the top because I felt like that was the most real. Like most people would say it when they're declining or they'll say it in another method to try and gain something. But I felt like I had the number one song. I was on Billboard. I was doing this and I was doing that. And if I came out now, people would see that it was real because in most circles, that would decline me or would take away from what I'm doing. It wouldn't elevate me more up. So he was, but Kevin was like, but why? Why did you feel like you hated being gay? And then Lil Nas was like, yo, come on. Like, why? What do you think? Like, of course, he was like, y'all all from the hood. So y'all all know what's said in the hood about gay people. And like that's just the clip, so we don't know how the conversation. So because evolves. of that clip, niggas is dragging. So him? niggas dragging Kevin Hart. Niggas do the most. They dragging him talking about oh, um, they start bringing up the fucking tweets from 2011 again. Nigga, talking it's about over. <laughs> talking about oh, like this is why Little Nas clearly says that he hated you know, the fact that he was gay growing up. Look at your own tweets and what you used to say about gay people. Niggas will never let the past ever be the past. Yeah, I, I just, I'm just like, yo, that's y'all the gotta, world we live in, son. I'm like, yo, Kevin just practically broke his back, and the show is showing a little clip of a conversation that we was don't pre-recorded, know. probably months ago, and we don't know I how don't, it went, bro. I also come to the conclusion that, god damn, people nowadays don't care, bro. No, they just want to be the first hot take nigga. They just want to be heard and they just want to say what they got to say. They don't care about how you feel. It's about how I feel. Yeah. How I feel is more important than how you feel. Because I read one of those articles and the article was just ridiculous. It was like, it was like, oh, Kevin Hart, why why is it a room of, uh, is only one gay person in the room talking about this topic? And I'm like, all right. If if we really want to get, I don't. I hate getting to these these topics because it sounds like you're trying to bash or you're trying to mm. be like combative. But if we really want to get into it, how about it is a population thing? Is a percentage number as to why there would be one out of the multiple other guys? Right. And then I don't know if that was the topic of the day. It might have just went to that topic. They didn't just plan it out like, oh, we're gonna have three gay people and four like. That's not what the shop is. That's not is. a ratio either. You know, what that's I'm, not it, a realistic ratio of what society is right now. So it's just, it's just like when you make. I feel like oh, when people right. make comments like that, like, "Oh, they only had one gay person there, so clearly they're out of touch." No, like you take away from your own, your own fire, your own message, and what you're trying to put forth by saying things like that. Because it's like, yo. You can, if there was something damaging that really was said that you're trying to bring light to, mm-hmm. cool, I'm all for that. Maybe I didn't know. But if you're nitpicking at stupid shit to make it seem like niggas is doing something wrong and it's like, that's you you know that's not what they was doing. Right. You know that wasn't the case. They didn't sit there and be like, oh, we just, you know, all the, the, the straight men are going to gang up on the gay boy. Like, come on, how, how stupid would that look for LeBron 
with this young kid. Plus, I don't hear what Kevin fuck. said that was that negative. He that, asked a legit yeah, question. That's what I was trying to get from what X said. I'm like, I, I, I didn't I, hear I, nothing. A part of the reason too, I see a lot of these things happen. And it was the it was the tone that they were using. It was almost like a. Yo, bro, you shouldn't let that shit get to you. Oh, okay. But the way it came off was almost like condescending because Kevin was like, but why? Like, why would you let that oh, bother you? Okay, okay. So people are like, you you saying it like that, like he's supposed to just move on, but look at your own tweets. So you obviously would be one of the reasons why he would grow up feeling that way. But I'm just like, in the same breath, they're having a specific conversation and it was clear that they were trying to get to the point of, Yo, little Nas, we got your back. Everybody loves you. Everybody got your back. Don't worry about what your orientation is, and we're gonna support you regardless of it. That's kind of where they were trying to lead him. But it was like when you got I, I the gonna say what I gotta say off the air. When you got the forty-year-old niggas in the room, and the twenty-year-old is sounding insecure about it, and they the forty-year-old is like, nigga, that's what you worried about, nigga. Go do that. Like, well, at the end of the day, too, there's a big there's a big age gap. And I'm just assuming because I don't know the other outside of LeBron and Kevin Hart. I don't know about the other men's sexual orientations. But let's say that little Nas X was the only male on that segment of the show that identifies as a gay black man. And everybody else identifies as a straight black man. And here they are trying to empower and encourage this man that no matter what your sexual orientation is, Yo, not only do we have your back, but yo, it's okay to be who you're going to be. And I've said this on this show already, maybe like twice so far this year. I can't imagine living in a world, bro, where I, I couldn't be me, me personally. And I also feel like Kevin had a double meaning behind that. Yeah, that, that's a double We're meaning. We're in an era right now where it's it's full, it's, it's, it's acceptance it's okay on blast. It's for you to be yeah. gay. Mm-hmm. Or whatever so the fuck you're going to be. Why would you be scared to say you're gay when you're in an era right now where it's being openly accepted there's a girl that has a there's song no called fight. i'm a cow there's no fight no more like there's no there's yeah, no there's no there. fight in the music industry if you come out and you can decide you want to be gay niggas probably more happy that you gay like oh word nigga we about to get a whole nother demographic fan base all that. i mean i agree i also think that it's also fairly new and i wouldn't say that there is no fight i wouldn't say the fight is over but now it the, is the fire the fire is quelled a little bit it, it's like it's fairly new to people, and that doesn't negate him growing up. Because Lil Nas X, even though he's definitely the generation after, he's still he's still not young. Young where we don't know how he grew up. Like we know probably what was said, and we know how certain terms are used. Yeah, because he's nineteen, twenty. He's I think 21. he's nineteen or something he's like still that. A teenager. Um, so we know how those terminologies and stuff were used. Right. So I'm sure he might have been on on the you know out there in the schoolyard and niggas been like, oh you nigga that's gay and putting a negative connotation on gay like that. So I can get his why he would feel that way, and I also see what Kevin was trying to do and what the rest of the older niggas and because we've all been in that situation where there's an older nigga trying to spit game to you about you being insecure about something about some shit. Like I'm trying to stay away from from this example, but I could always liken it back to when a, a older nigga is telling you about a girl that you like and you telling nah, her I ain't, I ain't taking those moments back. Mm, Shout out to my old like oh and like you talking about like yo I don't know I don't know how I approach her and the older nigga is like nigga just ask her out the fuck are you talking about like that's how I looked at it I saw it as Kevin being like 
Nigga, just be yourself. Like, don't That's worry it. about what's gonna happen after. That's like, it. you already got, you already have all of the most popping people in in entertainment right now behind you. Nigga, go do you. Frolic, be free, yeah. and you'll be fine. Your like, that's friend, how I took it. Your best friend, Lil Nas X, is your bank account and your lawyer, nigga. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Fuck that's how here. I took it, but, your you know. Your CPA is on it. I just think that people, again, they take away from actual moments. Right. And they belittle it, and now you get people who could be potential allies just throwing, writing it off. Like, y'all niggas is bugging now. Now y'all got, y'all bored. Y'all got nothing to do. Like looking and, for the next target. Yeah. yeah, and it makes it feel like, oh, y'all, it does make it feel like, oh, the fight is over. The fight isn't over. But it does make it feel like, yeah, yo, these niggas are so bored now, they just picking at niggas. Now y'all are the bullies. Y'all just bullying this this nigga who he's past whatever situation he did in 2011. Y'all trying to still make him that nigga. He not that nigga anymore. So what do y'all want? Do you yeah. want him to start yeah. doing shit like that? Like, yeah, that nigga's gone. You want him to be like, you know what? Fuck it. I tried to be progressive. Fuck y'all niggas. Like, that's what it is. A piece of us might want it though. We might want oh, it. Yeah. Dave Chappelle clearly gave he, it to he, niggas he, on that special. Gave, and I also feel like what he said was legit to a certain extent. Where it's like, Kevin said what he said, but he clearly said it in a jokingly manner. It wasn't being said to the extent of. He's going to go out of his way to do this atrocious thing to his child because he found this out. Like, the nigga was joking, like, oh, break a dollhouse on his head. Oh, okay. Cool. You know this nigga's a comedian, so you right. know he's just cracking jokes. Right. Well, I don't know because I guess we can get into it right now. I didn't see it yet, but from what I saw on the news, there's a lot of news anchors that said they fuck with Dave Chappelle, but they was like, this special, they don't fuck with. Now, I really tried to think. Now, in my short life, I've seen a lot of comedy specials. I'm talking Eddie Griffin. I'm talking Eddie Murphy. I'm talking uh, Paul Mooney. I'm talking Richard Pryor. I'm talking Wanda Sykes. I'm talking Monique. I've seen a lot of specials, bro. Jim Carrey, Robin Williams. You know what I mean? A whole bunch of other white comedians. This shit right here, oh, this shit takes the cake. This shit to me is like borderline. This may be the conversation that makes a lot of us say, yeah, fuck all that. He a comedian. He can say what he want. I don't think comedians can say what they want no more because I feel like- Nah, they can. Dave they Chappelle can. is untouchable. He's touched some nerves that I'm like- The only reason oh, why- Kevin Hart didn't even do this shit with none of his Did specials. you watch it already? Never, Kevin Did Hart- you watch it already? Just the clips that I've seen on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to ruin the jokes. I mean- but we can have the conversation. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm going to see it tonight. Fuck it. Yeah, We're not, I'm not going to ruin the tonight. jokes, but we can, we can still have the conversation. What What were some of the things that makes new, like news anchors were like, yeah, I think I think they should stop telling comedians that they could say whatever they want. I'm like, niggas, Donald what Trump did, can say whatever the what, fuck you want to say. What did, what, all right, X, you saw it already. What did he say to you that was truly that offensive? The only, he didn't say anything because I have a different mind. Right. So... <laughs> No, I we look, all got a different mind. I, nigga, we crack jokes that I know if I was to say at a stand-up, niggas would be like, yo, get him the fuck up out of here. Mm-hmm. So for me, so for me, I look at what he's doing in a in a comedic like the problem with Dave Chappelle is Dave Chappelle one, he mixes in his real beliefs and his real thoughts. He mixes in things that nobody would touch. And then he mixes in his dark humor. 
So you have those three three things running at the same Our time. Humans. For me, the things that I definitely know people kind of probably didn't feel were funny or you shouldn't joke about was the child molestation jokes. Oh yeah, the uh, I saw that clip and, on Michael Jackson. Uh, the school shooter jokes <laughs> and I think those were the two that people mm. that the broader and then obviously there were the transgender the the well not the even LGBTQ. transgender but it was the whole heard, LGBTQ. I heard that shit on the radio. Right, they played the clip. I was like, That's but for me, a funny ass clip to me, bro. <laughs> for me, mad funny and realistic too. I mean, for me, it was it was what a comedian would do, you know. So I'm not looking at him. There were times where I was just like. That was a distasteful joke. Like I didn't. It wasn't funny to I me. Ain't it was gonna distasteful. Lie, so, and I, I'm not. I'm. I don't want people to take me wrong on how I say this, bro. But that's kind of how a lot of niggas think. What he was saying, son, amongst a lot of niggas, think that way. Like mm-hmm. a lot of things. A lot of things that are out there in the media are just blown out of proportion from one side of the fence. Mm-hmm. These particular people feel this way. Right. And they force it upon all of us based on their beliefs. Your beliefs and my beliefs don't have to be the same. And I don't have to follow what you want me to believe. Right. You feel me? Like, I could respect your beliefs. That don't mean I have to follow it. Mm -hmm. And you can't force me to either. But for me, I think when he was telling his jokes, I was just like, ah, that's humorous. Okay. I see what you're looking at it from. And he's he's playing he's preying on people's way of them being sensitive to these certain things, but at the same time telling them like, nigga, like I know you may think this is that serious, but it's really right. not that serious. You can still make light of situations yeah, that like, most people wouldn't make light of. But I, so the distasteful thing with me was like the R. He had an R. Kelly joke, and the R. Kelly <laughs> joke. Oh my god. It it was I know this is going last. It was funny, but I was like, that's also distasteful. Like the way it went, I was like, I see what you're doing, but it's it's not working. For me, right. it didn't it didn't work. Right. The school shooter joke was funny as hell to me, but I could see why it would be distasteful. <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So there was just a couple of them where I was like, they are distasteful jokes. Right. But if you watch Dave Chappelle for right. his entire career, you would know his humor. And then the best way didn't he, didn't we all love the Dave Chappelle show has to be by skits. far one of the greatest comedy sketch shows ever. Well, yeah, uh, well I was going to say the wild show. The sorry. way he put it in perspective that I thought was the show. best was he was talking about when he was writing skits on there, and it was a wild show. I mean, he already spoke about this in in. Yeah, the in interviews, interviews did, and stuff. Yeah. But he he put in a scenario that he said happened where he was say he could say certain particular things, uh-huh. and nobody had an issue with it. Right. But then when another thing was said, everybody went up in arms about it. Mm. And in the way he framed it, the way he said it, I like I'm not agreeing with the word or whatever the case is. But the way he set up that situation. It put the whole comedy sketch in perspective for me. Mm. Like, it was basically like, again, yeah, these particular things, because we're okay with you saying it or we're okay with this, that, and the third, y'all green lighting it, even though it's wrong. Mm-hmm. But when I do this other thing, it's a no no. 
And you're saying because it's wrong. Right. But why you ain't say that about the other thing? Right. So you're telling me what the hierarchy of society is right now mm-hmm. without even telling me. Right. And like, it's more nuanced than that. And I can see both sides of it. But right. he still put it in a perspective where it's like, yeah, we can definitely put our keep our eyes on certain things, but we could also make kind of light. Stop telling comedians or stop trying to tell people right. that they can't have an opinion, well, even artists, if it's the wrong opinion. Artists in general, like, for example, you haven't seen it yet. I don't want to give it away, but I caught up on this, the third season of She's Gotta Have It. This, to me, one of the best seasons of this series. Like, whoa, Spike Lee and all the other writers... You know what I mean? This is it. Like, I don't know how where they're going to go from here, but I'm like, so the last episode of the season, they show a painting that she did, and they made all the characters choose a side. Either we with Nola or we not. And basically, she's like, I don't give a fuck what you think about my painting because it's my freedom of expression to paint whatever I want to paint. And whatever it is that I exert from my thoughts to put on a canvas shouldn't determine, quote-unquote, whether I'm a bad person or not. The, the painting is there to be left up to your interpretation of whatever you think about it. But don't say, because I did this, I got to stop. Niggas was basically telling her, yo, you can't paint no more mm-hmm. because of how the painting made them feel. And I'm just like, for every time we tell an artist, like, if we try to censor them, like, you know, we always got to remember the artists that never got censored for their quote-unquote art. There's a lot of white artists that got away with saying shit on records years ago. Nobody censored them. They were white. Nobody said, oh, you're going to take this gimmick or this song from a black guy. That That's the wrong thing to do. Nah, do that. Because then you're going to flip it and make money off of it. Then this black person, man or woman, is probably not going to get paid anyway because they don't really know what to do with the fucking, you know, the song or the record that they did. So, you know... Here we are now in 2019. I feel like it's the same shit now. I feel like unless it's not making them feel just as uncomfortable, then it's okay. But you know what I mean? Like I've been saying on some of these pages, you know, until certain stuff that has happened to us start to happen to the others, the way that it's been happening to us, then we'll be on the same equal playing field. But until then, nigga, let Dave Chappelle say whatever the fuck he going to say. I don't think anything was, like, the problem is, is it was a social commentary. It really wasn't a comedy sketch. It wasn't a comedy show, in my opinion. Right. It was more of a social commentary in a comedic way. But we still live in a sense. I feel like we're in the most sensitive, sensitive ever of our entire life. Like, everything is heightened. He spoke on that, though. Everything is heightened to the point where it's like. He spoke on it. Rennie. Yeah, we spoke about it. Rennie, I told y'all, Rennie got that skit on his page where. He's about to talk about some shit, and then all the voices come in. No, 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 you, you can't talk about that. You, you got to talk about something else. He's about to talk about something else, and then they're like, nah, you can't talk about that either. I'm just like, yo, that's where we at, though. Like, really, like, that's where we all Freedom, freedom of expression is limited nowadays, bro. Oh, yeah, that shit is old. Freedom of freedom speech, of I don't know what that means no more, to be I honest. mean, I wouldn't go that far, but I, and I would say this, too. Because I censor what I say these days, too. I'm just like, you can't even say something. I mean, we spoke about this the other day when he said people got a, it's a blurred line between hate speech and freedom well, of expression. Well, that's what I that's yeah. what I was going to get into. I, this is what I will say. We we can't act like we don't know why cancel culture exists. We yeah. there's two reasons that come to mind is why to why cancel culture exists. One is because there was a time where people were unapologetically degrading and devaluing people with their words. And and like that's just a fact. Like 
people would say and do certain things and feel comfortable. The Archie Bunker show, like that whole show was about stereotypes and and keeping people, keeping that perpetual stereotype going about black people and about women and this, that, and a third. And when you permeate that through culture, that's the culture that you're going to have. You're going to have people thinking it's okay to think women are this because they saw it on a nationally syndicated show that comes on at 8 p.m. every night. They're going to think, oh, black people even know that even the richest black person, the Jeffersons, is lower than a, a lowly white person or mm-hmm. whatever because of the jokes that they're putting back. Right. So we know why hate, like we know why cancel culture exists because niggas finally decided to say, all right, I, we, we had enough of y'all niggas just doing this shit. And not and and getting away with it like right. like nothing like y'all doing nothing and right. then we had niggas who were being sly and slick and putting thing and saying certain things but then trying to cover it up like they didn't say that so you changed your words around but you're still saying that a black person is this or you're still saying that a woman is that and you're just being slick about it you're not saying you're a bitch but you're saying something like are you on your menstrual cycle. Like things like that. <laughs> I heard some shit the other day. What he said? He said, "Are you on your candy?" I was like, "Oh shit!" So that's why that, <laughs> that's that's why it exists because niggas finally said like, "Yo, y'all y'all not gonna keep getting away with this dumb right. shit." Like we know what you're doing, right. but I just think that is at a point like everything else, niggas get drunk off power. They get a lot of power. They're like, "Oh shit, we actually getting niggas the fuck up out of here." People actually listening to us. All right, fuck it. Let's see how far we can push it. And I think that's where we are, and that's the problem. Because it's like, y'all going to push it to the point where now niggas going to flip again and be like, nigga, we not listening to y'all. We going to say what the problem. fuck like, we want to say. Like, at the end of the day, if I'm saying, cancel XAB, and then Marvin comes and be like, oh, we you got XAB canceled? I don't fuck with that nigga distinguish either, bro. Right. Let's cancel that nigga now. That's how. Let's find. Let's go dig through his tweets. Because when he was six years old, he said, "Fuck that, bitch, (laughs) bitch." You know, six years old, twenty something years. Cancel that nigga now. Cancel that nigga. I never liked him anyway. That's how this shit goes down. That's a fact. Then it turns into business. Yo, that nigga ain't fucking me on the business side. We gotta cancel him out. All of us make more money. It's it's a it's wild spread now. It's it's getting crazy out here. I don't know, man. I mean, you said it a while ago. I'm ready for all these motherfuckers when they start digging up shit when we blow up. Yo, this nigga distinguished that some wild shit on the podcast, episode two, season, whatever. Nigga, I'm ready. I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> it's I'm, coming. There's plenty of things. Somebody is... Somebody's... There's plenty of snippets that niggas could take from the podcast and be like... Too many. Yo, <laughs> this nigga said da-da-da-da-da, but it'll be a snippet because I think for the most part, even though we may have different viewpoints on things... I think we all try to be fair mm-hmm. about situations. Like I, I always say, I stand for everybody, and injustice anywhere is an injustice everywhere. So I would never say here and be okay with people getting demeaned or what I would seem as being disrespected. But I also can see where now you're making it so that Trump has a voice. The reason why Trump has a voice now is because so many people. There's two reasons. We all know all the reasons. But one of the reasons is so many people look at him like, yeah, he gets to say what he wants to say. 
I've been wanting to call him a nigger, but I'm, you know, Trump said it for me. Like, yep. like that's nah, that's, that's really what 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 is always in. I ain't like Jose anyway. Yeah, let's, let's get his Hispanic ass out of here. I've been I've been wanting to grab him by the pussy. Yeah, shit, shit crazy. Like, I I don't know how we still got this nigga in office, bro. I'm gonna be very fucking honest. We got a nigga in jail right now. For fucking paying off a fucking person that Trump knows because it's it's like getting this country. It's like getting the star in Mario when when you're when you get the pinnacle you're at the pinnacle of shit. You're invincible to it. Like that's why I, nothing's gonna happen to Dave Chappelle for this for this. He's gonna put another fucking special out. Probably and, gonna be and, ten times worse. And that's why Donald Trump is unscathed is because he's unapologetic about it. Yeah, he doesn't apologize. He doesn't for shit. sit there and be like, oh shit, they they put a chink in my armor. He sits there and he's like, locker room talk. <laughs> like, and niggas will talk about how dare he say his locker room talk, but they're so busy with that, they forgot they wanted to cancel a nigga. True. <laughs> like, that's nah, great true. at deflecting, boy. Oh, nah, he. That man is a. That he man learned is, from the best women. Because there's a lot of. Yeah, he, he, he deflects a lot. He does. This nigga's stupid. Yeah, he deflects a lot. Yeah, it's very true though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Y'all niggas on your own. That wasn't a joke, ladies. Dave Chappelle ain't right there. I don't there know for what me. X talking about. Right, me neither. I don't know. This nigga could, scratching his whatever. Niggas deflect too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we said, just said deflect Donald too. Trump deflects. Niggas deflect. Niggas always deflect. These chicks are pros. They 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 on the bench. My nigga. They on a they on we we sitting on the bench. They on the court. Nigga, we sitting on a bench right now. We trying to get tagged in, yo. I could try this shit too. Do it to me. They're like, nah, nigga, you ain't got the skills yet. With their tongues out like this fucking Fenneman's dog shit right here. You see this? Nigga got his tongue. They just like that. Like, yeah, we gonna violate and we gonna stick our tongue out, nigga. What up? I don't, I don't get the correlation. All right. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't matter. You see, I'm silent. <laughs> see, he's you know, deflected. He gonna say he's tired. This Labor Day was the first one uh-huh. where I didn't see no bad press. You're absolutely right. I didn't really, I ain't pay attention to anything. Lately. There was no bad press to this Labor Day that that I'm aware of. And so I we looked, didn't hear any. Ra- I, I did. I did hear shooting. I, I can't say I ain't hear no shooting. I didn't. I I didn't hear about. I didn't any hear rape. rape. I didn't hear stabbing like I normally. Yeah, like last year was wild. Last, like, year, was last year there were like forty something shootings or some shit like yeah. that. Like so many niggas got shot all the time. I got a, I got a real question though. Why the fuck every time it's after the fourth niggas still do fucking fireworks? Somebody explain that to me. I heard fireworks. Some niggas be doing fireworks all year round. All now. year round. And by my house, bro, niggas just popping. By you too. Niggas just yeah, popping yeah, fireworks for no that's reason. Any, any holiday. That's any holiday. Christmas, yeah, New Year. Oh, they just popping. So fireworks is illegal, but niggas still get fireworks. So, in New York, it's illegal. So You can't purchase fireworks in New York. That's the you law. can't pop them off either, but niggas right? still do it. Yeah, nah. But but bro, niggas, I, bro, I, I watch a whole fire show, show bro. Nick, down the street at the corner, I was standing on my fucking <laughs> stairs watching these niggas light the shit. Police pass, they nothing stopped, happened. They pulled it to the side. Police pass, yeah. and niggas, niggas kept right. up the block. Yo, the police treated like like double parking. They look That's at it, niggas. They look at it. That's okay. too much paperwork. But if they want this. to, they can stop your ass. Yeah, if they want to. Yeah, it, it is a double. Yo, because a, if you got double parking, you're not really obstructing traffic. I had a police officer telling me, shit. son. That nigga told me straight to my face. He's like, yo, a lot of times, we just let shit rock because niggas ain't trying to do no paperwork. Yeah, he's you like, gotta Yo, do some wild shit, a, or they gotta be mad trying paperwork, to, trying to meet a quota. Pa- yeah, like, no, they actually gotta t- do a lot of paperwork. They're actually. like, "Yo, a lot of times we just let it rock." He's like, 
Niggas just want to go home. You do your eight hour shift. Sometimes <laughs> niggas out there doing double shit. Because niggas is tired. You're not trying They're to sit there like for another us. two, three hours. Yeah. Filling out paperwork because this nigga was busting off fireworks. Firecrackers. Peeing in public. Peeing in yeah, public. They you feel me? Like they, 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 they thinking oh. about it. Like yo, you, they, you pull this nigga over. Oh, his license suspended. Someone else driving. That's literally niggas. Ooh, gotta they, tell. They I gotta. Got a you got a license. You got a license. Just switch out, bro. I gotta tell y'all. I gotta tell y'all a story off air about that. Whoa, wild. It has nothing to do with me. Y'all niggas got a lot of off air shit. Yeah, I got a lot. I just didn't want to offend nobody on my one. What time? It's after ten. It's after ten thirty, brothers. Yep. So, what's the tough knot, bro? Uh, I don't know, man. I just feel like. You know, me and me and you had this conversation already. I, I can't be doing what I want to do or what I love, and I don't feel like it's not helping me get to my fullest potential. That's 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 my biggest fan in life. If I'm doing some shit, or if I'm involved in something, and I don't feel like it's helping me get to my full potential. Nigga, I, I, I'm going to be depressed. I'm telling you. I'm going to be mentally, I'm going to have a breakdown like y'all fucking saw me had last week, nigga. I need to, you know what I mean, get back to the source. So I encourage everybody, get back to the source, man. Like back to whatever the fuck made you excited about doing what it is that you was doing. I mean, and I'm going to say this on the record too. I mean- it's, it's, it's out there, you know what I mean? I've deliberately not been talking to certain people when they call my phone or deliberately not meeting with certain people because I'm like, I need to focus on me. Like, I'm always texting or, you know, there for somebody on the phone when niggas is going through family shit. I'm just like, nigga, I remember days where I could only just count on my five finger who the fuck could be there if I'm in a situation where I want to talk to somebody about some shit. I'm like, ain't much. You know what I mean? It's y'all two in a room and a few other people, but not much. And I'm like, I've been a crutch or a fucking crying pit or a, a venting dump, dumping playground for so many niggas. Yo, it's over for that. Yeah, it's really over for that. I I encourage everybody to get back to what the fuck made you excited about doing what it is that you fell in love with, you know, the passion, and stick stick to it. Because I, I, I plan on doing that going into, you know, however long I'm going to stay off social media until, you know what I mean, 2020 and beyond, because that shit is important. I feel like I was mentally losing myself, like, just even doing that last week, like, breaking out, let me know, yeah, you got a problem, Mr. Gray, and you got to fix it fast before you self-destruct. Uh, What Real would shit. that say? It's probably one of the realest episodes we've had it. Maybe in that has some bow ties history. Very real episodes. Um, But I think dad would say to definitely, there are times where you do need to put self first. And it's like, there are times, depending on the type of person you are, there are some people where putting self first is is like natural. That's what it is. Like, I'm always going to put me first. And everybody else comes second. Right. And, you know, I envy that to some extent. I think there's also a power in giving to people and letting people know that you're there for them and being that person. 
I think the distinction a lot of times is knowing who deserves that energy. Some you can't change yourself sometimes. Sometimes you can't change that habit. It might be innate. It mm. might be natural to you. But you know that who you should be doing that for. And I know that that's my problem. Is sometimes I do that with people who clearly don't deserve it. Like right. they they're telling me every every step of the way you're doing things that either I'm not used to so I don't know how to appreciate it or you're doing things that I won't acknowledge and appreciate because I don't want it from you. I want to see what everybody else could do and I don't want to see it from you. And so sometimes we have to take a step and acknowledge that it isn't that they're using. It's I'm allowing them to use me because I keep going back to them and giving them what they need when they say it or they jump at that. But I know that they wouldn't be able to do the same for me at the drop of the hat if I if the roles were reversed. Like there are a lot of people I have in my life that are the same way. But what I've done is I'm like I I started to limit who is getting that energy. Like right. if you've shown me time and time again that you don't deserve me waking up at two in the morning to come to your crib to pick you up to take you somewhere because you hit me up talking about you don't got no ride or. You you don't you can't get to the Uber or whatever like you don't got money for an Uber. Could I do you this solid? If if you don't deserve the energy, guess what the fuck? You not gonna get that. <laughs> like you not you not Boy, getting that energy from good me. For you, bro. It, right, you gotta bless your heart, son. I mean, I'm not saying I've done that. That oh, that man. no, but I've definitely dope. had. People, I've done that. I've had people hit me up. <laughs> That have expected certain things from me, and they get mad when I'm nah, like, nah. unless it's one of y'all niggas calling me on some emergency shit, bro. If I'm in my bed, son, bro, it's a rap if I'm in my bed. <laughs> if I'm in my bed, son, it has to be your flow. Life or death emergency. But some, like, sometimes you gotta give niggas the ability to to show you that they appreciate you. Sometimes you gotta, you do, you gotta put space, and some people. They only recognize it when you ain't there. And it's like, yo, my nigga. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, absolutely yeah. right, bro. So yeah. hence also too a part of my social media is like niggas really just be hitting me out the wazoo on some yo, I ain't got your number, but I'm either giving niggas a lot of free information on shit that at this stage in the game, nigga, we should all be charging niggas if niggas wanna quote unquote know what the fuck we did to get to where we at. Even shit like this. Because this shit ain't fucking cheap. This is time. This is energy. This is money. This is sacrifice. Nigga, you about to go home back to your family. You got to go back home and get ready for work tomorrow. Nigga, I got to go back home to figure out what the fuck I'm going to do tomorrow. You know what I mean? I mean, nah. I mean, the 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 choo-choo charge train has definitely left the station. So Facts, boy. Uh, it, it is what None it is. It is free, man. Um, so, you know. It's I, I think we've, we've covered a lot. Very dope episode. Loved it, man. So it's always great we give up to give the fans and the people who listen to us some real shit. A lot of times we talk about the stories and what's going on and whatnot. We we rarely so often get to invite y'all into our personal lives. So Facts. it's good to give y'all some insight on while, that for yeah. sure. And it feels good that we're not talking to uh, ourselves. You know, in terms of like, <laughs> there's niggas that got uh, <laughs> audiences <laughs> of zero subscribers. <laughs> This nigga had to go there. This nigga had to go there, bro. <laughs> so I'm I was just, trying to be modest. I'm just glad we talking to actual people. And niggas talk about me. That's crazy. Nah, you are clearly wilder than me. <laughs> <laughs> but this has been another me. episode of Dad Has a Bow Ties. I'm XAB. Distinguished. Peace. Peace.